Welcome, everybody, to episode number 12 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. I'm a little bit under the weather today, people, so uh, don't mind me if you hear me sneeze or cough. I'm going to try to direct it away from the the microphone area, but um, and my voice is probably a little more nasally and annoying than usual, so once again, I can't really help that too much, but how was everybody's week? I had an awesome week this week. Yes, you did. Uh First of all, I started watching Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me it was on Netflix, and I watched the first season, and it was pretty awesome. Have you guys seen that show? I haven't yet. It's on my it's on my queue. I'm trying to get through Mad Men first before I start watching another show. My dad just recently started that during the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Loves it, too. Everyone that watches it says it's the best show on television. I heard the season four just ended, uh-huh. and a lot of people said it was the best season finale of all time yeah. they've ever wow. seen. Yeah. Um, I've heard that. Other too. than that, I went to the Bills game against the Eagles, and the Bills won again. Mm-hmm. Picked off Vic four times, yeah, so that was that. pretty cool. Uh, one thing I did want to mention about the, this row of people sitting behind me at the game—they weren't even like interested in the game at all. It was a group of like, I, not there's anything wrong with it, but I'm pretty sure it was a gay kid <laughs> with a group of girls, uh-huh. and they were there for no other reason. Than to support who was on their fantasy team. <laughs> really? <laughs> and the kids, like, <laughs> looking up at the scoreboard every five seconds, just like, oh, Matt Castle, yeah, he's tearing it up today. And I just wanted to turn around and be like, dude, Matt Castle is awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the girls just was rooting for Michael Vick the whole game because he's on her fantasy team. And they were so loud and obnoxious. Every play is like, oh, he's on my fantasy team. I'm just like, dude, would you get away from me? Wow, that's weird. <laughs> It was. I've never experienced that at a football game. Yeah, because you're you, literally there just for your fantasy team. Football yeah, is wow. an expensive sport to be doing uh-huh. that too. Yeah, really. Yeah, they paid hundred bucks for sure for those tickets. Yeah. Wow. But um, last night I went to see Skrillex, who's a dubstep electronic music artist, and it was amazing. There was so many people there. It was in like a. Pretty much a big warehouse. Yeah, I was going to ask you what kind of venue. Yeah, it it's in. called a center of progression building. Um, I don't really know what goes on there other times. There's like some science stuff for people to look at, but they emptied it all out and it was just a big open warehouse pretty much. And they set the DJ stage up in the middle and it was pretty full. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that disturbed me a little bit was that I knew it was a 16 and up show going in. But I didn't figure there would be that many 16-year-olds there in that little of clothing. Oh. <laughs> um, literally, <laughs> I'd say the ages range between... I, I say a kid that was probably 10 years old there. I'm not even kidding you. He was up on, some. I'm assuming, his brother's shoulders. It went from him to probably 18, and then me and the two girls I was with at <laughs> 27... Mid to late 20s. Yeah, mid to late 20s. And every girl that walked by me, I I would say half of them for shirts had bras on, and that was it. And these girls are like 16 years old. It makes you feel kind of dirty. Well, I mean, yeah, it did. (laughs) And I decided that if I ever have a daughter, she's never leaving the house. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, because, I mean, you're there for the music, but probably a lot of people that were there were like, oh, he's just going to to scope out young chicks. That wasn't the case. Yeah, you love Skrillex. It turned into that, but no. (laughs) (laughs) But one girl that was in front of me stood out because she had a bra on. Uh, some hot pink fishnets with a see-through white skirt that was literally just above her butt, and underneath it was 
nothing but a black thong that you could mm. clearly see. Huh. And I'm just like, oh my god. Yep. Yeah, it was basically like Halloween, but way sluttier. Yeah, you, it, like you said, you hope you never. First of all, you hope you never have a daughter for that well, reason. Well, yeah, and if you do, she's never going anywhere, especially to Skrillex. But yeah, if anybody ever gets a chance to go see Skrillex, do it. He's the Michael Jordan of electronic music mm-hmm. and entertainment. Unbelievable. Yeah. I well, you played a little bit right before we started, and it, I I liked it. Oh, it sounded good. It's, he's unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. The thing that's cool about it is, like, they, I, when you go see a DJ, it's the first time I've ever gone. He even says himself, he's like, you don't want to just go and listen to something you could listen to at your house. Yeah. So, so he likes to put on a he, show. Well, yeah, and he mixes the songs differently. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Cool. And his stage, he's got this new stage. I can't even describe it to you, but there's, like, on the screen behind him, It'll be, he had three different robots. One of them looked like a robot. One of them looked like something you might fight in Gears of War, uh-huh. tied into video games. <laughs> and the other one was like an alien that's in his latest music video. Um, and they mimic his moves. Whatever he does, the thing on the back of the screen does it too. That's creepy. It's so cool. Huh. And his whole setup is just this amazing. Flashy nice. lights. Oh, everything. Nice. I saw people, because I saw a video, I watched a video of it just for... Just so I could have a frame of a frame of reference, uh-huh. and I saw people doing weird stuff with their hands when the lights started flashing a lot. Did they have those glowy gloves on? I mean, I saw a little bit of that, but people were they. It looks like they were doing sign language with their hands up in the air. <laughs> Probably, I, they were confiscating anything glow sticks, anything like that. I was why? well. At first, I didn't realize why, and then I realized that anytime anybody got their hands on one, they immediately threw it at the performer. Really? Yeah, I not to I think just because, yeah. you know what I mean, but I think what you are referring to Dan is the hippie dance. I don't know. Once you eat some mushrooms, <laughs> your hands start doing crazy things. <laughs> okay, maybe. It's, it's it's it was a rave, so it's very possible. Yeah. I'm a little bit out of the loop. That's not that's not my uh not my scene, so. Yeah. It turns I, out it wasn't my scene either, but <laughs> I do it right now, but it doesn't really translate to No, it. that's fine. <laughs> Audio you, medium. You can show me later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh it was a great time. Nice. One, of the, one of the best shows I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Will, how was your week so far? It was pretty good. Uh, once again, you know, school. But during the weekend, Corey, uh, my sister, and my mom went up to Tennessee. So I got down to, down to down Tennessee. Tennessee. You're right. So I had the uh, run of Corey and Allison's apartment. So Because we a, live next door. Yeah. So, yeah, played a lot of video games, but on Friday and Saturday, the Binghamton Senators started hockey back up and went to both of those games. They played Hershey the first night and then Toronto the second night. They lost 3-2 to two both nights, but they have some pretty impressive players on their team. Very nice. They looked pretty uh, awful against Hershey yeah. until the third period. Well, one of the guys on Hershey was on our team last year when we won the Calder Cup. Ryan Patonley, yeah. yeah. He didn't come out for any of the... <clears throat> celebrations for the cup because uh, Locke grabbed the call the cup and skated around the arena. Oh, cool! And then they did the banner raising. Was there? Was it? Did the crowd go wild? Nothing like how the playoffs yeah. were last That's year. That's what I figured. That's why I didn't go. Smat- yeah. A smattering of let's go Senators. Yeah, it's kind of it was pathetic for being the Calder <laughs> Cup champions. And then like Saturday was like half full. Yeah, let's well, not pa- forget who we are. Part of the part of the pro- <laughs> yeah part of the problem is is. High school football, you know. Yeah, that's true. Friday and Saturdays. That's true. Yeah, that's a good so. point. I'm gonna go when they play. Ro- uh, yeah, Rochester. Mm-hmm. Just so you can see your farm team. Yeah. When you uh, go watch uh, twenty for the Senators is named Peterson. Mm-hmm. 
He's incredible. He uh, was supposed to make Ottawa, but didn't make it. And he was really upset that he didn't. That he had to come down to Binghamton because who well, wants, who wants to come to Binghamton? Not me. But uh, he's he's pretty special. Nice. Can do some things with the puck and get around people so easily. And he's kind of feisty for being a European. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> you got to see the banner raising too, didn't you? Yes, that was awesome. Once in a lifetime. Shed a tear. Mm. The videos I took didn't show up too well, though, because the light was flashing on it, so you couldn't oh, really yeah. read any of the banner. It was just a right. big light mask on At least up. it's tucked away in your memory. Yeah, I'll For always. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, Corey, I know you had a weekend. I did. I did. Uh, as Will <clears> mentioned, <throat> I went to Tennessee to visit my grandparents, who live in Crossville, which is halfway between Nashville and Knoxville. Uh-huh. A little bit closer to Knoxville. Um a different mindset down there yep and i like it uh i i feel like there's this this whole other part of the country middle america like 40 states worth that people don't don't think about think about Mm -hmm. because most people get their culture from media and media is in like california los angeles yeah and even like miami chicago um but there's this whole center of the country and i feel like tennessee is kind of the gateway to that Uh in a way because you I mean, the Northeast, you just go down 81 to get on. Yeah. Uh, get to into get Tennessee. In, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we were down there for a day, and randomly, one of my best friends from high school texts me, Joey Serbanowitz. He's like, hey, man, are you in Tennessee? And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, I am in Tennessee. He's like, you want to come to Nashville? <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, we planned on going to Nashville. So turns out he had tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. Ah. So I went and did that with him, and then we went out into Nashville that evening uh-huh. and had fun. It's a cool city, isn't it? It's a very cool city. Yeah. We didn't – I didn't stray too far from downtown. Yeah. Um, were you over by the arena? Yeah, we I've, were right by I, the arena. Yeah, there's a lot of bars and restaurants and stuff Lots of there. bars and gift shops and fun th- – we actually – when we first got there, there were all these people dressed as zombies, and we couldn't figure out why. Apparently, there was a zombie walk there that day, uh-huh. ooh, which ooh. we missed. See, I feel like that's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah, really. Because if you're a skittish person and you happen to have a gun <laughs> with you. Well, the thing is, is some people had some real good gossip. Yeah, exactly. Freakishly good. Yeah. And they, uh, I don't know if we got there right before or right after, but they had all congregated in this park, mm-hmm. and it was just a park full of zombies. Did it was it, so cool. Did it freak you out at first? Well, the first time I saw somebody dressed as a zombie, he had, like, a big gash on his face. His eye was all swollen. And it was so good, I couldn't tell it was a costume at first. I, I thought it could have been, but right. I didn't know for sure. So I was like, oh, man. That guy, that what that guy took for? a beating. Yeah. But it turns out it was just a zombie walk, and nice. everybody was in costume. How were how how nice were the people down there? Very nice. Yeah. I mean, me and the wife went to Nashville a couple of years ago to go to some Predators games. And everywhere we went, people were just – they knew we weren't from – you know, there right. and would come up to us and talk to us. Sure. We were a little weirded out first being from New York. We're like, what do these people want from us? You know, we were very <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. Um, but They're, yeah, they just wanted to talk and see where we were from and make sure you're okay. And you yeah. have everything you oh, need. Yeah. Be like, polite. <laughs> I remember pumping gas and some guy was like walking out to his car or whatever. And he's like, Oh, not, you know, not from around here. What are you doing down here in Nashville? We're like, Oh, going to some predators games. He's like, Oh, we love our predators. And mm. you know, just struck up a, a friendship right there. Just, just because we weren't from Tennessee. He was probably trying to figure out what he was going to marinate you in later. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but everyone was super nice. It was, it was, Lemon it's, garlic. It's kind of weird. Mm, yeah. Uh, it was in the Grand Ole Opry, I'm not into country music at all, but after something like that, it's like, like I said, it's just a different mindset. You know, those country musicians, 
I don't know. It's just so different than what we're used to up here. And, yeah. I mean, even though we live in a small town, well, grew up in a small town anyway, we kind of live in the big city relative yeah. to what we grew up in. Still, I feel like even upstate New Yorkers have a kind of a New York mentality. They do. They really do. And I could get into a whole diatribe, but I'm not going to. Yeah. No, that's fine. But it was a lot of fun, yeah. and I hope to go back yeah. someday. I actually wanted to move there for a while because um, I'm not huge on winters at all so and that's where my hockey team was and i wanted to go somewhere Mm -hmm. south where winter has a little bit of a touch there's still seasons yeah yeah but not really um uh, apparently when they get snow it's usually overnight and it's usually gone by like 10 o'clock in the morning which that would be fine that would be perfect just a dusting yep exactly uh being from the north i would know how to drive in it so (laughs) aha you wouldn't freak out yeah exactly but then you gotta worry about everybody else everybody else yeah i know but yeah yeah i enjoyed it cool my week was, uh, I worked a lot this weekend, and I think that's why I ended up getting sick. So I don't, I don't really have anything interesting. Although when I do get sick, I tend to have really weird dreams. <laughs> and I usually don't like to tell the story, but this one's funny. Um, <clears throat> I have, I've been having a recurring dream that's uh, where I am a like probably 12, 13-year-old kid in the Wild West. Think, think like Red Dead Redemption, and my, my family is like kind of poor and stuff. And I, this this always happens the exact same way. I I go to the rich. He's a tomato farmer in the town that we live in, and I steal tomatoes from him. Apparently, he has some sort of monopoly on the on the tomato farm. So I I go and steal a tomato at night and start cultivating my own tomato plants from the seeds from his plant. You sure you weren't playing Harvest Moon? I don't know. I like I said, this is a recurring dream, and I think I started having it when I started playing Red Dead Redemption. Uh-huh. So, um, so the next day, the that the rich tomato baron or whatever comes with the the sheriff, a sheriff's deputy to arrest me, and this is where it gets different because you know sometimes I just turn myself in, sometimes I would run off, but this time because I was sick and have weird dreams, I had a six shooter, and when he you know came to try to arrest me i shot the guy in the head and blew his brains out and then fired <laughs> fired a few a few rounds at the uh, sheriff's deputy as he was fleeing and then I woke up. so it was a mix between red dead yes, and, and harvest exactly Moon. <laughs> in the twilight zone yeah so i that was that weirded me out last night huh but i yeah, wonder what it means i don't know it's, i don't want to have it analyzed because i don't want someone to tell me i'm batshit crazy <laughs> Well, when, so. you, when you said you were taking his seed and planting it, <laughs> <laughs> cultivating I the, toma- some the stolen tomato, there. should stolen we read into plants? that? <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to know. So yeah, that's that's the only place where it deviated. I didn't even get to play that many video games this weekend because I worked so much. But hockey started, so that was a good thing. I got two wins for my Predators. The first first their first two games. Must be nice. Yeah, our, I, our, I grabbed a couple from my Sabers good. too. Yeah, we grabbed. None, none, but got two points. Oh, that's yeah, fine. you guys, you got two points. Two overtime losses. Our rookie stud is playing pretty well, so this is ours. Thing. Craig yeah. Smith, yeah, must be nice. <laughs> Our team's playing like crap. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Lund- Lundquist is playing well. Well, that's about it. Always. Well, they don't have Mark Stahl too. They're the guy that that they're holds, sh- holds shut, leads yeah, for him. Yeah. Shut down D man. He's the glue. Yeah. All right. We'll be uh, we'll be right back. Right after Should this. we tease what we're going to talk about? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about we're, <laughs> this this episode. We're talking about video game movies. Um, just a, just a discussion. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of kind of a lot of video game movies out there, both good and 
really, really bad. So we're going to discuss, maybe discuss some of the upcoming ones or the ones that are rumored anyway. So yeah, we'll be talking about that right after this. Welcome back to episode number 12 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Today our topic is video game movies. So, Corey, why don't you take us away? Well, when I was doing my research for this episode... When he was doing everyone's research. Yeah. When I was doing everyone's research for this episode, I got angry and quit. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, what happened was I realized just how poor most of these movies are yep. received, mostly critically. There's a few cult favorites, I feel like. Uh, Mortal Kombat is one. Mm-hmm. I like Mortal Kombat. I don't yep. know about you guys. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. that was a good flick. Am I coming in okay? I feel like yep. I'm a little You're bit fine. You're fine. muffled or something. Um, so what I did when I looked up each of these movies was I added the Rotten Tomatoes score, the box office earnings, and the corresponding budget to each movie. Um, So let's start with the first... Well, that's another thing. I only looked up movies that were theatrical releases in the United States. So there was Mm -hmm. a lot of movies released in Japan theatrically, like the Pokemon movies. Oh. But meh. Pokemon? Could care less. But there's a lot of movies that we won't mention that are video game movies... That I won't mention anyway that are video game movies, but they only received a directed DVD or direct-to-TV release. So it doesn't really count. Yeah. It doesn't really count in the context of video game movies. So we'll start with the first one, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Mm, yes. Released in 1993 and based on the Nintendo game that came... Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, 1993, and the yeah. game came out in 1990... <laughs> the game came out in 85. The movie came out in 93. Okay. There uh, so Super Mario star Super Mario Brothers stars Bob Hoskins as Mario, John Leguizamo as Luigi, which I didn't realize until I saw this, and Dennis Hopper as King Koopa, and Kevin Costner and Michael Keaton actually turned down the role oh, of wonder, King Koopa. I wonder really? why. Kevin Costner's a prick. <laughs> Dances with Wolves. I uh, that movie is the most boring movie of all time. Oh, that is. It's the one movie we disagree on, Corey. No, there's a couple other. What's that? Donnie Darko? Oh, yeah, that's a pretty bad one, too. Oh. Yeah. See, I like Donnie I like Darko. It. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the tagline for the Super Mario Brothers movie is, this ain't no game. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's good. So they embraced it. 
Um, Hos- Bob Hoskins, who played Mario, actually claimed in 2007 that it was the worst thing he ever did. <laughs> 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 and just a couple little fun facts. Uh, elements of the Mario game that are in the movie, there's bomb-bombs, which is a, in the movie, they're tiny wind-up bombs in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, thwomps, which are oversized footwear in the movie. <laughs> uh, the Kupahari Desert, which most of the world actually is in this desert. And Yoshi, who is a baby T-Rex in the movie, because dinosaurs are a big part of the, the movie. Oh, and Goombas, um, who are transformed citizens. And Bullet Bills, which is actually a cartridge with a face used to power the Thwomp Stomper boots. Ingenuity at its finest. I've seen. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes, recently? not, not recently. recently. No. Yeah, I probably haven't seen it in like ten years. So I remember seeing it as a kid and being really pissed off because it was nothing oh, like yeah. the video game. Yeah, and I saw a, it when I was three. There was actually uh, an article about it in <clears throat> Game Informer, one of the more recent Game Informers about it, mm-hmm. and about like the just the train wreck that it was. The only thing I remembered <laughs> about it is that John Leguizamo was in it. See, I didn't even remember that. That's the only thing I remember. I did remember Dennis Hopper, oddly enough. But Bob Hoskins, he was Shmee and Hook, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. So what, for him. so what were the stats for it? So the Rotten Tomato score comes in at 13%. Mm. I think that's a little bit high. That's generous. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. generous um, at best. The budget for the movie was $42 million. Also too high. And what? it's box office earnings worldwide Twenty million nine hundred fifteen, <laughs> which means it only made back half of its budget. Swallowed Swap, some money there. Which in the biz is a failure. Mm. Some would say a colossal failure, but let me get to some colossal fail- oh, failures man. here coming. Oh, uh, so the next movie to come out was Double Dragon. This movie was directed by James Yukich, who actually directed an episode of Loveline in 1998. Oh. So you know it's a, a good one. Um, Scott Wolf played play. Did any of you guys play Double Dragon the game? Yes. And there's the what system? Nintendo. I feel like I played it, but yeah, I don't remember. Me too, but I don't I, remember. I actually bought it too on Xbox Live. And there's and player play, one who's play, the blue player, recently, yeah, and, and player two who's the red player. Yeah. And you can play two player, or you can play one player. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But I there's did always play it. there's always at least an AI player with you, right? Isn't that how it works? No. No. no oh, okay, I guess I'm wrong. But anyway, Scott Wolf played player one, and he always wears blue. And Mark Dacas. The Cascos. I feel bad because some of these actors are probably pretty well known, but I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> um, he plays player two, and he wears red. And actually, Alyssa Milano is in this movie. She plays the heroine. Really? Really? She plays heroine? You mean she, the girl that gets captured? At the she TV. does the heroine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But she actually, pl- in uh, in the game, she's kind of a passive character. But yeah, because she gets captured, and you try to find in her. In the movie, she has a much more active role. I hate when they do that. This was actually the lowest rated video game movie on Rotten Tomatoes with a 0%. Wow, wow. None of the critics <laughs> liked this movie. Um, it was actually released in November of 1994, and uh, the Double Dragon game that it was based on came out in 1988. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, I didn't put down the budget. Of course not. But the movie only made $2,340,000. <laughs> wow. God. So that's, wow. Pretty, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I mean... Again, you'd have to see the budget, but rarely does a movie come in under ten million, especially yeah. a movie like that, an action movie. <clears throat> Did you watch that one? Nope, I've I, never seen it. I feel like I saw it when I was younger and hated it, but I don't remember anything about it. We so. should all, yeah, we should watch it. Get was, a little liquored up and. What I was thinking while I was doing these, this research, I was like, you know, what? we probably should have like watched. <laughs> 
a couple of these before we tried to tackle this topic. Well, we can revisit it. We'll revisit it. Should we ask if people would like us to do like a movie review yeah. for an episode, like certain a, ones, a video game movie? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could set up a poll or something on our website. I people. can tell you right now, I do not want to watch Mario again unless I'm really, really drunk. Well, <laughs> then that can be arranged. Yeah, that's all. That that's the only way I'll do it. Because that it was that bad. That should have gotten a zero too. See, the problem there is. If you're really, really, really drunk, you might end up loving it. I probably yeah, would really. love it when I was drunk. But yeah, and I wouldn't give a fair review. You'd be like, look at that bullet bill. <laughs> I pro- you probably wouldn't be able to tell what anything is because I don't know if you remember. You all saw it, right? The Goombas were like really big guys with really small heads. I yeah. really – oh, you know what you say? I do remember what they looked like, yep. yeah. And that just was not what the Goombas were in the games. Get a clip up. So. Just to read a, a quick re, uh, review of the Double Dragon game. Rita Kempley from the Washington Post says, While clumsily paced by first-time director Jim Yukich and am- amateurishly acted, the picture does take place against the imaginative backdrop of New Angeles, the urban archipelago formed when the big one crumpled Southern California. Huh. And um, that didn't do a very good job of summing up the movie. Luke White Thompson of New Times says, how hard would it be to come up with a story at least as good as that of the original Nintendo game? Impossible, apparently. Huh. Ouch. Yeah. But there's a lot of movies to get to. Let's move on. Yeah. Street ahead. Fighter came out in December of 1994 and is based on the 1987 Capcom game. Uh-huh. And Jean-Claude Van Damme stars as Guile. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue is in it as Lieutenant Cammy. Huh. Isn't that weird? She's a musician, yeah. right? She, she is a musician. She's she in an uh, episode of Doctor Who, too. She's an Aussie. Um, Van Damme actually turned down Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat to do really? this movie. Uh, Did he really? Ouch. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I feel like the guy they got to play Johnny Cage was pretty good. Well, though. I feel like Mortal Kombat has become more of a cult hit than Street Fighter. Yeah. Has more yeah. But anyway... Um, Apparently, the final scene in this movie of all the characters is actually a real-life recreation of an animation from the video game, where all the characters are on screen doing their win animation. Uh, Fabio is actually considered for the role of Vega. <laughs> Which one's Vega? He had long hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. The blonde. I, like, he had yellow hair in the video like game? Like Fabio. Yeah. I'm not very familiar with the characters. Of Street Fighter? Oh, yeah, only a little bit. Yeah. Um Hi, you... Also a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. $105 million return with a budget of $35 million. So oh, this movie man. actually made its money back, oh, even yeah. though it had a 13%. They probably knew when to capitalize on the on the success of the video game. Well, they don't, that's the, yeah, they don't take into account marketing and stuff when they yeah. do this. Well, I mean, they do, but it doesn't, doesn't say that in the budget stuff. Right. They could have just sold it really well to the public. Which apparently must have been the case because it did only get a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So moving along, we have Mortal Kombat. Yeah. came out in August of 1995. Me and my uh, – I took a bunch of friends from one of my birthday parties to go see that. Oh, Remember yeah. That? I was there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christopher – Like seventh grade. But go ahead. Christopher Lambert plays Raiden. Cameron Diaz was originally meant to play Sonya. Oh, really? But she broke her wrist right before. So Bridget Wilson plays Sonya instead. And I think she did a really good job, actually. I thought Sonya was very well done. Um, The the summary for this movie is, three unknown martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Being Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and and Liu Kang. Liu Kang, yeah. This was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who's kind of a... Big deal director nowadays. He directs all the Resident Evil movies, which we'll get to a little bit later. 
Ed Boon, who is the co-creator of the original video game Mortal Kombat, starred as the voice of Scorpion. Oh. Which is a neat little Easter egg. Yeah. Um, Get over here. And the film's soundtrack went plat- platinum in less than two weeks. Really? Wow. Yes. Well, the song was really cool to mm-hmm. me, the theme song. I'm sure that's the only reason people bought it. Yeah. And, and this one's on instant Netflix for those of you that have it. Oh, yeah. it is still? It's yes. still on there? I All right. think so. I'm pretty sure. Is the second one Annihilation? Because I haven't seen Annihilation. I saw it. And I it, haven't either. I, I, it's not memorable because I really don't remember what happened in it, but I, I did see I'm it. I'm pretty sure I heard there's another one coming out. Yeah. Could be. But. Mm. But anyway, Mortal Kombat received a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I uh, See, I really liked Mortal Kombat. So did I. That's one of the better reviews yeah. of all the video game movies that have come out. Um, it earned 122 million in box office revenue, and its budget was only 18 million. So, wow, okay, nice return, good return, very good return. I remember watching all the behind the scenes and like a lot of the the you know characters, especially like the the not lesser known characters, were really good martial artists. At, you know, actually, because they tried to match the the fighting styles in the game with actual mar- martial artists when they were going for their actors. Obviously, you know, Sonya Blade wasn't a martial artist, but the guy that played Johnny Cage was a martial artist, and the guy that played Liu Kang was also a martial oh, artist. Oh, really? Yeah. Neat. So, yeah. Um, I actually just pulled it up. Uh, it says, according to LA Times, uh, Warner Brothers' New Line Division will produce a new Mortal Kombat film for 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That is cool. I hope it uh, brings back some of the old actors. Like mm-hmm. the guy that played Johnny Cage. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't a good actor, but he was perfect for that his role. Name well, Lind- Johnny Cage is His name was Lyndon, <laughs> Lyndon Ashby. Lyndon Ashby. <laughs> well, he was a, I think he was primarily a martial artist turned uh, turned um, actor. Really? Yeah, I think he had won like martial artist competitions and stuff, mm-hmm. but then turned into an actor, I guess. Interesting. From what I remember, I don't know. It might not. I, it might I, not have been him. You, you might be right, but I feel like I read that his stunt double did all the. Could, I, I could don't be. know. Eric, why don't you get on that? Because yeah. the next movie we're going to talk about is Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which came out two years later in November of '97. Uh, the summary of this movie is: a group of martial arts warriors have only six days to save the Earth from an extra-dimensional invasion. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. But again, I didn't see it, so I, I'm unable to comment. Dan, you, you saw it and said not so great. Yeah, I don't really remember it at all. Okay. At all. Will, have you seen... You saw the original Mortal Kombat. I saw the original. I have not seen an What did you think no. of it? Because you have the... <sighs> I was way too young to remember. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen it in a while. I was like five or six maybe when I saw it. Oh, okay. Lyndon Ashby, also famous for his roles on Young and Restless, Ooh. Melrose Place, and Wyatt Earp. What a stud. Uh, what was the question about him? Did he do his martial arts in the movie? Oh, my God. Come on. I don't know about that. I'll look into it. We'll get back sure. to him. Uh, well, uh, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Dana He, who plays Melina, was Katana's stunt double in the previous film, which is interesting because in the game storyline, Melina is actually a clone of Katana raised as her sister. Mm-hmm. That's true. You knew that? Did yeah. you? Is that from the new game? Uh, well, that is in the game, but I already knew that. They bring that. Which which game are we talking about here? Mortal Kombat 9. Is what That's I'm the one that about. just came out? Yeah. And they bring that up in the game? Yeah, because when you're doing the storyline, um, Katana's laying there on the, clo- I don't know, cloning bed or whatever, and Katana makes a comment Ooh. of that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, this... I know that Mortal Kombat Annihilation was based on Mortal Kombat 3. 
and the first Mortal Kombat movie was based on Mortal Kombat 2. That's right, yep. I, I, I forgot to mention that. Um, this movie, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, had a budget of $30 million and earned... Um, I should say, when I do the earnings for the box office, it's not just the USA, it's the world. Worldwide. Worldwide. Because a lot of movies make significantly more money once they're do their... What's, what, what do you got, Eric? Oh, well, I just found... On, uh, this is from Wikipedia. So oh, okay. On Lennon Ashby, his personal life. Um, he's been a, a student of martial arts since he was 21. There you go. He studied karate, taekwondo, and kung fu. Uh, it doesn't say whether he did his own... Yeah, it doesn't, I think stuff, that kind of answers the question. Yeah, I would say yeah. yes, but... Uh, yeah. Huh? Well, let's move on to Wing Commander. Came out in 1999. Any of you guys play Wing Commander? No, me no. neither. I hadn't heard of it till I was doing this. I've heard of it because we never had a computer that would have played that back right. then. But I did have friends that played Wing Commander. Uh, the original Wing Commander game was a 1990s space combat sim, and there's been quite a few games uh, in that series since. Yeah. But in the movie, Freddie Prince Jr. plays the hero, Hottie. That's right. Lieutenant Christopher Blair. Eleven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. The budget was a. Decent thirty million. However, it only earned eleven million worldwide. Aww. A bomb, another bomb. Yeah. So let's segue right into Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Hmm. Had an all-star lineup of Angelina Jolie, John Voight, Voigt, Ian Glenn. Who do you guys watch Game of Thrones? No. No, but I'm going to since you've been. He plays Sir Jorah Mormont, Mormont in Game of Thrones, and Daniel Craig is in this movie, which I didn't oh. remember. Uh, it's the actually the biggest grossing action film with a woman in the lead role. Huh, that's surprising. Which is one of the few saving graces of video game movies. <laughs> uh, interesting fact, the gun that Daniel Craig uses in the Tomb of the Dancing Light is a Walther, Walther P99 pistol, the signature weapon of James Bond. Hmm. Did you know that, Eric? You nodded like you might have. No, I just uh, think it's cool because I've used it in video games. Yeah, World at War. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Coincidentally, he later, Daniel Craig later, wielded this weapon again as 007 in Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he makes a good bond. I agree. He's a good bond. Yep. I was just reading today how Javier, Bar- Javier Bardem is going to be the new villain in the Bond movie. Oh, he, you know what? He was great in No Country for Old mm, Men as the villain. Yes, he was. So good. I bet he'll be awesome. Cold as ice. Yeah. That's awesome. Lorecroft Tomb Raider came out in June of 2001. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Man. Budget of $80 million. However, it made $274 million worldwide at the box office. Uh, the original Tomb Raider game was published by Eidos in, Eidos? Eidos. in 1996. Now, the highest rated, critical mo- uh, critically the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, video game movie, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, believe it or not. The summary of this movie is a female scientist makes a last stand on Earth with the help of a ragtag team of soldiers against an invasion of alien phantoms. Alec Baldwin does a voice. Ving Rhames, Steve Mm -hmm. Buscemi, Donald Sutherland, and James Woods are all in that. And I didn't realize that. Wow. Now I did see, I saw Tomb Raider, and I remember liking it. Yeah. I saw this in the theater. I but, think I went with yeah, you to see this. It was you, me, and maybe Graham. Maybe someone Graham. else. But I don't Graham remember, Gore's line. I don't remember really liking it. I, I don't remember liking it either, but... Uh... Are we talking about Tomb Raider? No, no. Final Fantasy. Yeah. 
Well, I know why you didn't like Tomb Raider. Why? Laura Croft, the avatar in the game, wears a 36 double D. Angelina Jolie is only a 36 C. Mm. They padded her to a 36 D, but didn't want to pad her to a double D because they thought it was a little too unrealistic. Well, that's the idea. That's not busty enough. So, you know. Yeah. Couldn't they have found a little thicker woman to play? Uh, apparently Demi Moore was considered for the role. Uh, I find Demi Moore more attractive than I do Angelina Jolie. I can't agree with that. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm not a big Jolie if fan. If you had asked me that, like, four years ago, I would have said, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, but Demi Moore knows a thing or two. Well, Eric, not to name drop. <laughs> <laughs> but I spent a little little time in the Hollywood land and got to see Angelina Jolie in person. And I never thought she was attractive until I saw her in person. Uh. She's gorgeous. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And she's she was she's like she she's forty something now, right? Yeah, I is think she she's really? still kind of old. Well, wow. that's I mean not that that's old, but relative to that's pretty old for us. Most of the bodacious gander pieces in Hollywood today. <laughs> gander pieces. Yes. I like that. Like, like uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she recently had photos leaked on the internet. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Did I hear that, that in Adam Carolla's podcast? That is yeah. so Isn't far from unfortunate. That's yeah, just sickening. But anyway, Final Fantasy was the most expensive video game-inspired film of all time. It actually bombed at the box office, and it has since been blamed for the fall of Square Pictures. Really? Because <laughs> they closed up shop shortly after. Huh. So, okay. However, it did get a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. We got a 6.4 on IMDb. That's pretty good. Yeah, wow. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Had a budget of 137 million, only made 85 million, which Oof. is a failure. But I don't see how that can be blamed for the closing of a major no. film studio. You know, usually you've got some some money in the bank. Yeah. Um. This was actually the first Final Fantasy not scored by Nobuo Uematsu. Matsu. Yeah. I'm butchering all these names. Who's the man behind all of the Final Fantasy music Final Fantasy games, except for Final Fantasy Tactics, which was someone else? Really? Yes. Huh. Believe it or not, but I really like the music in Final Fantasy. Me Tactics. too. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Let's keep going because I'm tired of hearing myself talk. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil came out in March of 2002. A special military unit fights a powerful, out-of-control supercomputer and hundreds of scientists who have mutated into flesh-eating creatures after a laboratory accident. Starring the lovely Mila Jovovich uh-huh. uh, of Fifth Element fame. Yeah, I love that movie. She's cute. I do too. I remember seeing it when it came out, actually. Resident Evil or Fifth Element? Resident Evil. Oh. You saw it when it came out? Yeah. You were how old in 2002? Oh, boy. Four? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, how old were you born? Uh, 95, so oh, I was seven. Seven, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were seven. Um, in the movie, Alice's fake husband is named Spencer, which is a reference to the first game, which took place in a mansion named the Spencer Estate. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, they, that's the thing about these video game movies is they try and... I actually own this one. The, yeah. the yeah. movie or the... The movie. Oh. I like the I like the Resident Evil movies. Uh, this is the only one I saw, but I, I obviously liked it because I bought it. Yeah. So. Yeah, they do a lot of things well. Yeah. Um... And I don't even think that... Well, I feel like it does have a video game feel to it. It's not necessarily the Resident Evil games that it has a feel to. But there's, like, this obstacle reward progression to it. Yeah. 
I'm thinking specifically of that scene. Do you guys remember in the first movie where they go into that corridor and there's the laser pattern that they have to dodge? I remember that vividly. vaguely. Yeah, that's pretty vaguely. Cool. This is one I'd like to rewatch. Yeah, because I, I haven't seen it since it came out, right. and I don't really remember it. Yeah, it, it good movie. Uh, did I say 34 percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Budget of 33 million made 102 million. Okay, so bad. that's why there's been several. Yeah, there's four right sequels. I think there's four. Okay. Did you list them all? Yes. Okay. I have them all listed here, cool. and there is one in the works. Um, moving along to the House of House of the Dead, which is a movie and game I am not familiar with. A group of teens arrive on an island for a rave. Eric at Skrillex, only to discover the island has been taken over by zombies. The group takes refuge in a house where they try to survive the night. I don't know why I didn't get cast for this movie. I would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first, at least to my knowledge, of movies directed by UA Bull. Oh, okay. And it's actually a prequel to all the games. The first one came, it's a rail shooter, and the first one came out in 1997, published by Sega. Apparently, 32 video clips from the original game appear in parts of the movie. Uh, and actually 26 appear during the 10-minute battle in front of the house. So if you're familiar with that movie, no. you know what I'm talking about. However, none of us are familiar with that movie. No. We have no idea what I'm talking I about. I want to watch it. <laughs> I do too. I really do. Yeah. I think this is one that we should watch. Yeah, uh, mostly because it got a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be lots of alcohol involved. So that might be fun. Uh, had a budget of $7 million and actually made $13 million, okay. or almost $14 million. Which for UA Bowl is great because I'm going to get to some more after this. <laughs> uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life came out next, and that was in July of 2003. Uh, just as in the first film, there are – wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this, this movie is about Lara Croft, who is, and she's on a quest to save Pandora's box, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, just like the first film, there are several scenes in which the live-action Lara mimics the computer game version. I guess there's a particular scene where she climbs around a pagoda and pole vaults into a helicopter. Yeah, I remember vaguely remember that. I think I saw all the, the Tomb Raider movies. And she takes some pretty nasty falls, just like the Lara in the game. Yeah. What's the new Lara Croft game? Did that come out yet? No, I don't think so. Mm. But the, it's supposed to be like a reinvention of She Lara takes Croft. a pretty nasty... I saw the E3 trailer for that. Is it Was it E3? Might have been before that, but she takes a pretty nasty fall on that. Yeah. Um, 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, had a budget of $90 million, made $156 million. Another success for the Lara Croft series. Mm-hmm. Moving along to Resident Evil Apocalypse. In this one, Alice awakes in Raccoon City, only to find it has become infested with zombies and monsters. With the help of Jill Valentine and Carlos Oliveira, Alice must find a way out of the city before it is destroyed by a nuclear missile. Don't want to talk about Resident Evil too much. 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Had a budget of $45 million. Again, made a ton of money at $129 million. I had all those on my Netflix queue. The Resident and, Evil movies? Yeah, because I wanted to watch them, but right. I canceled my DVD. I, I mean, again, I like them. They're good popcorn flicks. You know, yeah. It's not Shakespeare, but... You don't have to think while you're watching no, them. It's, you want to watch some zombies. Good action. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Alone in the Dark came out in January of 2005. I was not familiar with Alone in the Dark. Apparently, it is a Infogrames 1992 survival horror game, which is based on the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Oh. I've heard of this game. In the player, in this game, the player is a private investigator, and it kind of they invest investigate spooky things. Sounds like a winner. Yes. 
Um, it's this the movie stars Christian Slater, Edward Carnby, and Tara Reid as Aline Cedric. Huh. And this is actually another UA Ball directed flick. Which isn't surprising because in 2005, in 2005 it received the Worst Film of 2005 Award wow. by the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> well, this is one we should definitely watch. So. Yeah. With a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes, <clears throat> a budget of $20 million, and a revenue of $10 million. Huh. So UA Bowl lost $10 million. I am a Tara Reid fan, nonetheless. She's good in American Pie. Yeah, I think she's kind of tumbled a little bit. I heard... She had some messed up boob work done. Oh, that's so, unfortunate. You take your chances with that you stuff. You do. You, she she lost. I was fortunate, but. <laughs> <laughs> you look great, Corey. Thanks. Uh, I just want to bring up. No, keep going. I'll bring it up later. I'm okay. tired of hearing myself talk. Well, all right. I'll bring it up now. All right. Do you have Alone in the Dark 2 and 3 on your list? I don't, because they I probably were not. not theatrical releases. Ah, uh, okay. Well, let's just. Let's look it up here. Maybe real quick. direct to video. Alone in the Dark Two came out in two thousand eight. Okay. Uh, okay, let's bring it up. I actually got a higher rating on IMDb yeah. than the first one did. Wow. It went up from two point something to three point six. Well, <laughs> IMDb ratings are user ratings, so right. they're probably a little bit more generous than. Terry Reed gone from the cast, as is Christian Slater. <laughs> oh no! Uh, nobody I've ever heard the of. Star is in this power film. is gone. Yeah, I don't know who... There's nobody I've ever heard of in this one. Uh, let's look at Alone in the Dark 3. Another fine, right, you know fine film. Made it up. There's only two. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe it was in the works. Yeah, you know, it's in oh, the I'm works. Oh, I'm sure it was in the... It's probably still in the works. <laughs> Pretty sure we're going to make that one, aren't we? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Moving along to October of 2005, a little film called Doom comes out. Oh. Space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. Tagline, no one gets out alive. Somebody's getting out alive. Except the main character, probably. Which is probably Vin Diesel. Um, (laughs) No, wasn't it? Well, he was offered the lead role, but he turned it down. Okay, I was going to say, isn't Because he's the a freaking genius. That's the first smart movie ever made. Yeah. Despite playing a tough guy in the movie, Dwayne Johnson, who plays Sarge, yeah. admitted that he felt nauseous after playing the original Doom game. Huh. Um, that is a fact from IMDb. Where a, lo- a lot of these facts came from IMDb. Got to give them credit where credit is due. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Had a budget of $60 million. And only made fifty five, fifty six million. Ah, yeah. most most of those were WWE fans. A so. slight yeah. failure. However, it is based on the id Software published nineteen ninety three first person shooter. Uh-huh. Hmm. So we'll go one year later to two thousand six, where there's Blood Rain, and another UA Bowl film. <laughs> In eighteenth century Romania, Rain, a dampier, half human, half vampire, prone to fits. Of blind blood rage, but saddled with a compunction for humans, strives to avenge her mother's rape by her father, Kagan, king of vampires. You know, I just heard that term, like, yesterday. Which term? Compunction? Dampier. Oh, what is that? A half vampire, half human. I know Eric Dampier used to play for the Mavericks. Is Sookie Stackhouse a Dampier? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. True Blood? I don't watch True Blood. That's why I don't know. Let's get Jared on the line. He loves True Blood. Should we call Jared? Give him a call. I don't either, but I don't even know... And I don't even know what it was in reference to. Can we? Uh, possibly. 
We'll talk it over during the break. All right. Um, This film stars... I haven't heard of these people. I've heard a couple of them. Christiana Loken. Nope. Ben Kingsley. Yep. Michael Madsen. Yep. Billy Zahn. Zane? Zahn? One or the other. Meatloaf. He plays Leonid. Oh, does he? Mm -hmm. And Matthew Davis. 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. You a bull, you poor, poor man. Budget of $25 million. Only made three and a half. Wow. <laughs> that was a colossal, colossal However, failure. funny that that was such a failure and he can still keep making movies. Equally as bad. keep losing money. Um, <laughs> How do you spell his name? U-W-E as in Eric. B as in boy. O-L-L. It's right there. Oh. There it is. Are you looking to see if he made a good movie? I just movie? want to see what else he's done in his, his life aside from yeah. awful things. Video game movies. Well, I haven't gotten to the best of them yet. Okay, Eric. keep going. I'm just um, bringing it okay. up. Okay, so, the, yeah, uh, that Blood Rain was actually a Majesco published game in 2002. It's a third-person action adventure game. I've never played it. Nope. You guys played it? No, I've heard of it. We've had a few we're ex- versions of it. We're exposing our lack of video game lore. It's okay. It's all right. Okay, so my favorite... My personal favorite video game movie, Silent Hill, came out in 2006. A woman goes in search for her daughter within the confines of a strange, desolate town called Silent Hill. Uh, it stars Rada Mitchell, Laurie Holden, and Sean Bean. Ooh. I like Sean Bean. Yeah, I do too. What's um, he in? Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. What was He's he playing Lord of the Rings? Boromir. Oh. Yeah. Bitchin'. He dies pretty fantastically. Yes, he yeah, does. He does. He plays his horn. Spoiler alert. When I was probably... <laughs> if you don't know that Boromir dies in Lord yeah. of the Rings, you... Probably not going to watch no. it anyway. When I was 13, something like that, I figured out how to mix music using some... I couldn't even tell you the name of the program now, but I took the Morrowind theme song, and I put a like Buddhist pan flute or something over it. Are you Skrillex? And called it the Horn of Boromir. And it was awesome. <laughs> I remember that. It was nice. so good. I remember that now. Because it just sounded like somebody blowing a horn, just like Boromir in the yeah. movie. Huh. It's probably, I wonder if it's still on that computer. It might be. That computer's still kicking, right? Hardly. Uh, it might have been the one we had before that. Oh, uh, the white one? The white one, which ended up being in a film our friend Jared made about how he likes to fix things. And <laughs> the joke in the film was... Him not being able to fix things, so he just smashed it with a hammer. <laughs> so that's nice. no more. Okay. Um, aside from the Johnny Cash um, Ring of Fire song that's in that movie, all music is from the game. And that is a great moment, though, when the Johnny Cash song comes on. Did you guys see that movie? I haven't I seen have it. I have, it. and it scared me. It was. I remember watching it when I was younger. It terrified, terrified me. me. Oh, we'll have to watch that one, then. It's, yeah. it's freaky. It, it sets a nice atmosphere. Very entertaining, and it, it does have that video game feel. I'm not sure how faithful it is to Silent Hill. I don't think it's very faithful because did Did you play any of these Silent Hill games? Uh, no, I've watched uh, a couple people play it though. The, the concept of it is is pretty pretty faithful, but other than that, I'm not sure about the story. Uh, budget of fifty million, made ninety seven million, so oh. that was a another success for video games. And you can kind of see how Hollywood works because if there's a success, there's a sequel. Yeah, yep. which has been the case throughout. Moving along to Dead or Alive. I didn't know there was a Dead or Alive movie. I didn't either. Stars Jamie Presley, Devin Aoki, and Sarah Carter. Came out in 2007. Um, 
the summary is a number of fighters are invited to Dead or Alive, an invitational martial arts contest. The plot revolves around four female fighters who begin as rivals, but subsequently find themselves tearing up against, oh, teaming up against another force. Had a nice budget of $21 million, promised a good movie. <clears throat> Domestic gross, 480000 Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say they didn't market this at all because I don't remember even ever hearing about Jamie it. Jamie Presley's kind of famous. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what happens. However, worldwide, it did rake in $7.5 million. Okay. But that's still a colossal failure compared to its $21 million budget. Yeah. I play, I did play the game the some of the Dead or Alive games. Is that the one that had the beach volleyball? Yes. Oh well, yeah. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Yeah, that was its own separate game. On yeah. Xbox. No, no, we talked about this before. We did. Yeah. On and Xbox. We, and right? we were debating whether I purchased it. And it was Xbox for it. sure, and I, it was me that purchased yeah. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know, it's a fast-paced 3D fighter. Yeah. And it first came out in 1996. I had I had one of them for the Xbox 360. Dare Alive 4, maybe, or 3? Mm-hmm. There was a was, while there where we were good. pretty into fighting yeah. games. Yeah. Because of Graham. Yeah. I have Tekken Tag. We should play it. Oh, love to play that it's game for a night. set and ready to go. Just waiting. Just waiting. What about Smash Brothers? What are you doing tonight? Smash Brothers. Uh, I'm going to sit and stress because that's how my past couple days have been going. <laughs> I'll try and knock myself out with some chamomile. And Valerian Root. There you go. <laughs> Valerian <laughs> Sounds like a good night. It's a holistic it's night of health try, feeling. It's better than trying to knock yourself out with something harmful. Booze. Yeah. That's true. Um, moving along to Postal 2007. Have you guys seen this movie? No. I've heard of it. Not familiar. It is another UA Bowl. <laughs> yeah. In the ironically named City of Paradise, a recently laid off loser teams up with his cult leading uncle to steal a peculiar bounty of riches from their local amusement park. Somehow, the recently arrived Taliban have a similar focus, but a far more sinister intent. It is a comedy, if you couldn't get that from the summary. Um, and UA Bull actually stated on several occasions and in the audio commentary that no big agencies wanted their stars in the movie. I wonder why. Huh. Um, he actually. <laughs> Except for Vern Troyer. Well, oh. Vern Troyer, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. If I haven't heard of any of the actors, I won't say who they are. Um, UA Bull has said that he sees this movie as the most important of all his movies. <laughs> Good on you, UA Bull. Your budget in Canadian money was $20 million. You made a whopping 146000 Oh, for so, God's sake, UA. Holy crap. 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Postal hilarious. was a Ripcord game, Ripcord Games published game in 1997. Uh, the sequel actually came out in 2003, which the film draws more heavily from. And this is a third-person kind of wacky shooter. How did? I don't get. That. Twenty million dollars Canadian turned to 146 thousand. That's a bad night at the casino. Yeah, also. you better believe. Over there at uh, Niagara Falls Casino, that's a rough night for old UA Bowl. Yep. So let's continue. Resident Evil Extinction, Extinction, another one. And this one, survivors of the Raccoon City catastrophe travel across the Nevada desert hoping to make it to Alaska. Alice joins the caravan in their fight against the evil Umbrella Corp. 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Budget of $45 million, made 147000 You can guarantee there's going to be a sequel. You mean made $147 million? What did I say? 1000 Oh, man. Million. Okay. Hitman came out in November of 2007. 
A gun for hire known only as Agent 47 is hired by a group known only as the organization. It's ensnared in a political conspiracy which finds him pursued by both Interpol and the Russian military as he treks across Russia and Eastern Europe. Sounds promising. Stars Timothy Oliphant as Agent 47. Um, fun fact, when Agent 47 jumps through the hotel window into the kids' room, they're actually playing Hitman Blood Money for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> and they're playing through the Death of a Showman uh, training level, huh. for those of you that are familiar with the game. 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. $24 million budget. Made $100 million. Good on you. Yeah. I've seen some of his work. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he's a good he's a Justified. Good you ever seen that show? Negative. I like that. He's pretty good in that. It's like a Western outlaw. Oh, yeah. just Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that's really good. It is good. Justified. He's the main character. Remind me to check that out because yeah. I want to watch that. Yep. Siri. <laughs> Did you guys see the new iPhone? Stuff? Yes. Yeah. Anyway. In the name of a king. In, in, <clears throat> I want to get this right. In the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. Oh. Directed by UA Bowl. This one, oh, this one I have heard of. <laughs> Jason Statham plays the farmer. A man named Farmer sets out to rescue his kidnapped wife and avenge the death of his son. Two acts committed by the Krugs, a race of animal warriors who, can, who are controlled by the evil Galleon. <clears throat> 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Budget of $60 million, Made $13 million. Another whopping failure from UA Bowl. Dude, I'm looking at the cast of this movie, and I'm seeing some names that I know, and I'm thinking, didn't they look at what he's done? <laughs> That's what I understand. I didn't get a chance to... I, I did research right up until I came here. I wanted to look up UA Bowl and just find out, like, first of all, where is his money coming from? Second of all, what is going on in his head? And I'm sure there's a third of all. I just can't come up with it right now. The third of all is, why are these people doing his movies? Third of all, has he had any good movies? Yeah, well, here we go. Uh, no. He had one, didn't Didn't I say, is like the first one was a little bit of a success, made a little bit of money back? I don't think so. Anyway, that's not important. <clears throat> After this movie came out, UA Bull announced that this would be his first and last movie with a large budget. <laughs> However, <laughs> despite being considered a bomb, Bull has begun work on a sequel. <clears throat> UA Bull has confirmed that the sequel will have a time travel story where Dolph Lundgren will play a former military <laughs> officer who is attacked by ninjas and, <laughs> and sent through a time vortex where he gets stuck in medieval times. Bull has also gone on to confirm that a dragon will be included in the film. Well, what? that kicks it up a notch. What does that have to do with the uh, Dungeon Siege? <laughs> Nothing. Because I've played Dungeon I wish Siege. someone asked him that question. Just so we well, can be clear, Dolph Lundgren, for those of you that don't know, is Rocky's <laughs> adversary in Rocky Four, the big Russian guy? Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. and he's <laughs> yeah he's also in real life a, an actual rocket scientist. Oh, oh my god. god! So he can punch hard and think, but can he act in a UA Bowl movie? No. <laughs> can anybody? No. Okay. I, I would act in a in a UA Bowl. Bah. Uve Bull Ball. Let's go Uwe sign up all of us. Yeah. yeah. But see, I I played Dungeon Siege, and in the first or second Dungeon Siege, you start off as an actual farmer. And that's how the game yeah, starts. The first so, one, I think. so their twist on that was that the guy's name is Farmer. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. stupid. And the next one you're going to start off as Dolph Lundgren. Must be. <laughs> and your name is Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any He's sense. He's a clever writer. You able? He comes up with yeah, some gems. Yeah, he does. He's a genius. Tickles my fancy. But, like, Lily Sobieski's in that. She's pretty famous. I like yeah. her. I like yeah. her. Um, the made-for-TV... 
Joan of Arc. She is plays Joan of Arc, and yeah. that is a great movie. Yep. I bought that on a DVD. Yep. It's touching. It is good stuff. Come out that I may send thee to hell. Anyway, <laughs> Max Payne stars Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis, actually. And I didn't really? know this was in it. I'm going to watch Comes that. It came out in October. That's totally worth a watch. Yeah. October of 2008. <clears throat> Coming together to solve a series of murders in New York City are a police detective whose family was slain as part of a conspiracy and an assassin out to avenge her sister's death. The duo will be hunted by the police, the mob, and a ruthless corporation. Worth a mention, also ludicrous. Luda is played in this. Huh. Fun fact, early in the film, Max beats up three thugs in the Roscoe Street subway station, which is actually one of the first levels in the video game. I vaguely remember that. I played Max Payne 1 and 2. Me too. I played the first one. I liked it. Yeah, I did it too. It was different yeah. when it came out. Is that the game where the baby was crying? And yes, like, and yeah. you had to follow the blood trail. It yeah. gets and really you could fall off and die right. randomly. Yeah, which yeah. I did a lot. That's funky. That was one of the first games to have bullet time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was. Did it... I want to say it invented bullet time. That's a bold statement that I'm not ready to commit to. <laughs> so I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not 100% sure, but... Would Mark Wahlberg commit to it, it It's definitely the first time I remember seeing it. Yeah. Um, well, The Matrix kind of invented bullet time. What, did it come out before the first Max Payne, though? Uh, the Max... I'll find out. Ooh, yeah, I didn't write Probably. that down. Yeah, because I think uh, The Matrix came out in 99. 99. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Max I think Max Payne, Payne came out in 2001. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, 16% on Rotten Tomatoes had a budget of $35 million, made $85 million. Yes, there will be a sequel at some point. Another one I hadn't heard of. We're getting close to the present. February of 2009, Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li. And I didn't look it much up because it did so terrible. Basically, the gist is... I'll just read the summary like I have been. When a child, Chun-Li witnesses the kidnapping of her father by wealthy crime lord M. Bison. When she grows up, she goes into a quest for vengeance and becomes the famous crime fighter of the Street Fighter universe. Based on the Capcom game. Budget of $50 million, Colossal failure, only making $13 million. Wow. Most recently... Is this most recently? Nope. Second to most recently, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, stars Jake Gyllenhaal... Gemma Archerton and Ben Kingsley. A young fugitive prince and princess must stop a villain who unknowingly threatens to destroy the world with a special dagger that enables the magic sands inside to reverse time. Budget of $200 million made $335 million. Definitely the biggest video game movie of all time. Yeah, I watched it. Both in revenue and budget. Did you, did you like it? It wasn't bad. My wife wanted to see it because Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. For what it was. Shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't a movie I'd watch again, so... My girlfriend's a huge Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. it was Slob. good. <laughs> uh, it's just a retelling of the third-person action-adventure game from 2003, published yeah. by Ubisoft. Yeah. Most recently, at least to my knowledge, maybe you guys can correct me, September of last year, Resident Evil Afterlife came out. Uh, the gist of this, while still out to destroy the evil Umbrella Corp, Alice joins a group of survivors who want to relocate to the mysterious but supposedly supposedly unharmed safe haven known only as arcadia budget of 60 million made 300 million wow uh-huh. yeah they're just gonna keep making those movies and i don't think mila jovovich has anything else going on so <laughs> might as well stick with that uh there is another silent hill in the works supposed to come out in 2012 uh sean bean is in it again which is cool and the next resident evil 
titled Resident Evil Retribution is due out in September of 2012. And beyond that, I have nothing. I know there's a lot of games in the works. Yeah, maybe you game guys movies. Maybe do you want me to run through what I have or do you guys want to talk about it a little bit? I'm kind of kind of tired of hearing yeah, myself. I Will, me and Will had talked about uh, Halo. Mm-hmm. There's supposedly still supposed to be a Halo movie. Uh, there's also talk of a Mass Effect movie. Which would be incredible, and I'd go watch it. Well, I actually yeah. wanted to ask you guys, what m- games that you can think of do you think would be a good movie? I think if Mass Effect Mass done Effect. right could make a good movie, because yeah. the, the, the universe is very very deep and very well written out by... Mm-hmm. by uh, uh, Bioware. Would so. you want them to touch it though? That's what it's I, so precious. I, that's to what me. I was thinking. It's up there with my all-time favorite games. Yeah. And see, I'm hoping Bioware makes sure it's done right. That's what I hope. I don't want to see them make a movie and have it flop and yeah. ruin everyone like who hasn't played it. Who goes to see it? Yeah. I, 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 I assume they can set up an agreement where they could sign off on everything. Yeah. Um, but. I feel like it's such a different world for oh, them it, to absolutely for them. To, it is hard to get their get their hands in. You know, yeah. it's got to be so different for them. And I feel like they just get screwed over, and they're end up being another UA Bull flick. <laughs> I hope <laughs> if 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 UA Bull signs up to be the director, I will <laughs> protest <laughs> every day. Who who would you want to be uh, Shepard? That's Ooh, a tough call. That is uh, a tough call. Probably someone. I can think of a few faces of actors that I would. Who's mind, the but, dude from? Uh, Avatar. Sam something? Uh, I didn't I see Avatar. You know who kind of looks like him, I think, is uh, the main character from Lost? Well, he was, based, he was based on a real actor. He looks yeah, a lot I like him. I don't know who he was. Yeah, he was. I, I feel like we should that. know these things. Because we're all huge well, Mass Effect the, fans. The, the girl from Mass Effect 2. Miranda? Was yeah. based off... Uh, Personally? Yeah. She, yeah, no. she, she was going <laughs> to... She was going to be a blonde, but they yeah. changed it because I thought... Well, she is blonde because it's the, the girl that's Chuck's uh, mm-hmm. Strakowski or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but the, they changed... Looks exactly the same. They changed uh, Miranda's hair color from blonde to black because it fit the Cerberus outfit better. Yeah. is what I heard, at yeah, least. Yeah, it did. It did, absolutely. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like they would probably screw up a Mass Effect movie. I, I was thinking, just because... Video game movies are usually so bad that they should maybe stick to ones that are just like purely action. Yeah. That don't need a great story. Like Resident Evil. And I thought of Gears of War. Gears of War. Oh, yeah. That, because they just put, what's that movie they just came out with that had all those famous like badass guys in it? Uh, It was purely action. Limitless? No. Expendables? Yeah, the Expendables. That actually has Dolph Lundgren in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Um, And Jason Statham and... It's kind of like... Mr. T, I think, is in it. Sylvester Stallone's oh, yeah, in Stallone. it. You know, all those guys. Schwalenpecker? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought they could do a Gears of War type of thing. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That. Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's been talk. Probably there's talk about a Gears of War movie. Yeah. They would need some jacked people. Tons though. of action yeah. and yeah. just, like, you know, yeah. not much of a story. I think Bejeweled would make a good movie. <laughs> you mean kind of like the movies they're making about Monopoly and... Yeah. See, yeah. Battleship. I think that can go one of you two. You know what would be an awesome movie? Planet Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's not how. It, yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> now, what about movies that have video games kind of as their basis, or even there's a few movies out there that have action sequences that remind me of video games. You want to talk about those real quick? The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I was thinking uh, the Last Starfighter. 
Did you ever see that? Oh, yeah. That's an awesome movie. Isn't it? Yeah, I love that. That's the one with the ants and stuff? No. Or the bugs. <laughs> yeah, they're like bug. It's the one where the guy gets really good at the last Starfighter arcade game. Oh, no. And, I'm and then, and totally then aliens different. come and, and they recruit him because he did so well at the video game to be a pilot <laughs> in their army. Oh, yeah. And that girl, what's Isn't her name? Isn't that our dream? Yeah, and, exactly. And, and Neil Patrick that. Harris is in it? I don't know. Doogie Hauser? I don't think so. Hold on. What's what am I thinking of? I don't know. The, the last Starfighter. Oh, I'm thinking of Starship Troopers. They, oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's not. That's not yeah. Last Starfighter came out in like the mid-80s 84. or something. 84. Yeah. The year wow. I was born. Yeah. Who are some of the act- actors in uh, it? Lance Guest. Uh, I don't think there's anybody. Catherine Mary passed. Stewart. I feel like I've heard of her. Maybe it's just because she has three names. Yeah. You're thinking of the SNL character. Yeah. You're right. Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah. Most of them, honestly, don't even have a picture next to their name. It was a sweet movie, though. I mean, it was a sweet, bad 80s movie, in other words. And then uh, I was thinking about one of my favorite action sequences in any movie is uh, at the end of the movie Kick-Ass, mm. where you have a first-person view of what Hit Girl's doing. I don't mm. want to spoil it for those that haven't seen it, but oh, yeah. it's an amazing action sequence. It's one of my favorite favorites in any movie. Um, the one where she's got the night vision goggles on yeah it's first person oh, yeah. perspective yeah, yeah it's pretty groovy actually i saw that when we were in virginia that's right for my wedding i wasn't in the right state of oh. mind you so gotta watch it again yeah, it's an I awesome movie watch it again it's an awesome movie it's one of my favorites from 2009 or whatever it came out last starfighter by the way got 6.4 on imdb hey all right yeah it was all right all right can i just read the the short clip yeah. of what it's about yeah absolutely <laughs> A video gaming boy, seemingly doomed to stay at his trailer park home all his life, finds himself recruited as a gunner for an alien defense force. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's our lifelong dream. Yeah, that'd absolutely. be awesome. We should, we should at least mention Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can do that, too. I haven't seen that one. That, I saw it. There's so many video game references in that movie. Yeah. And, and all of the action scenes, uh, like the combat scenes are... Video game-ish... There, first person yes. or uh, fight fighting game type battle sequences. Yeah, all the tropes of fighting games yep. are built into the image. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Too. Got Michael Sarah and thoughts on Michael Sarah? I like Michael Sarah sometimes, yeah. I, give or take. I'm a fan. I like when he is himself. I don't like when he's trying to be himself. Gotcha. You, you like the. Uh, Oh man! You know he, my brain is not working. He kind of, I get a feeling that he should be a hipster hero, yeah. but because they're hipsters, they ironically don't like him. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like see? in like in Juno, mm, I don't like that Michael Sarah and that one Paper Hearts. I, I haven't didn't, didn't see, see that. that. No. no it's like what about Nick and Nora's Endless Playlist? I saw that one. Oh, maybe did Paper you like Hearts. It? He is. Yeah, I, I, I did it. like it. I, I don't. I don't have too though. Yeah, I did too. I don't have anymore. I don't have high expectations for movies at all. No, me either. Because then you're just going to be disappointed. Yeah, so yeah. I've got so I try to try to watch everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. IGN actually has a pretty good article, um, the Ultimate Video Game Movie Guide, and just reading their movies in development. There's <laughs> Bioshock in development. Okay. I was going to mention that. Yeah, that if would be probably thought, be a good one. Big Bioshock as fans. long as you could capture the 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 feel of the the, the world, and like you could keep the same it, type of yeah, music exactly. and all that, you could probably make a good. Movie. I don't think you could. No. Can you imagine following a character through that setting though? Like, I just don't. I don't. I think they'd really have to change it. There'd yeah. have to be like a fundamental 
change to the story. Well, there's pa- not part of it. Story, part of it is there's not a lot of interaction between your character and other characters. There's so none. That's part of the problem. Yeah. Well, almost none. But it would be something a little like I Am Legend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could. I could. Yeah, see but that. even I Am Legend had a relationship. A yeah, with the dog and the uh, the mannequins. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, another movie that I I really liked. Dead Island is also in development, I'll, much to Eric's dismay. I was going to mention that, but... <laughs> oh, I mean, I love a good zombie movie as much as anybody. Yeah. That, that's based off the uh, trailer, though. It's not going to be oh, based really? off the... Well, that's good. I, I mean, okay, so I studied movies in college. That's yeah. what I went to college for. And the goal... I actually studied writing. The goal of a film adaptation is not to stay faithful to the source material. It's to be as original as possible. And... Um, it's a tough transition. Kind of pay homage to the source material, but right. make the best movie you can. Yeah. See, and I think that that's why they don't succeed is because video gamers are so attached to their games, they yeah. don't want to see it changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion is actually trademarked. Who knows if it'll ever turn into a movie, but it is trademarked. Grand Theft Auto, the status of that movie is unknown. Boo. I would Red Dead Redemption that. is in development. So who knows what's going to... Like, Probably maybe fifteen percent of all these movies in development will ever see see yeah. the screen. A, yeah, see the silver screen in a theater. I think Halo could be cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, because sure there's there's not like Halo there, movie. I mean, there's not too much with that. Because you could make it so it's not Master Chief related. I think mm-hmm. they would probably want to, but yeah, with with Halo Reach being so popular and not being Master Chief related, I think they could you know, pull that off. Yeah. Oh, the the World of Warcraft movie. That's kind of been a big deal. Have you guys heard about that? No. no. I wish I could tell you about it, but I don't really know. <laughs> um, I do know it's been talked about, and I feel like it's definitely going to happen. Uh, World of Warcraft, as of now, has 11 million subscribers yeah. worldwide. If half of them go see the movie, we'll just say 5 million and multiply that by 10. That's 50 million bucks. Yeah in the bank just from those people if the movie's going to be good i would probably go see it, even though i'm not a world of warcraft player or subscriber sure but you know if, if it's going to be a good movie oh i'd go see it especially can Dan, you imagine big news i'm on a, actually a fan website devoted to just the movie mila kunis has been connected which movie world of warcraft yeah oh i would definitely go nice i'd see anything as well as liam neeson i was gonna say it'd be cool to see like a pixar world of warcraft movie or something. that would be but, amazing yeah i agree Especially, I think Pixar should do more video games. They should do that more rather than having yeah. actors playing I, them. There's a lot of cerebral stuff going on in Pixar movies, though. That's true. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I think you'd have to find the right game for it. Yeah. I, it'd be good just because video game graphics translate nicely to animation, yeah. which is probably why Final, Final Fantasy did so well yeah. relative yeah. to the rest of the video game movies. What about the Final Fantasy VII movie? You didn't talk about that one. Advent but that Children? One, but that wasn't... That was direct to okay. That's right. DVD or something. That's right. It was. I, don't think, or maybe, I feel like I did see that in theaters. I don't think I did. I bought it on DVD, I think. Maybe, maybe the list I had was just a wide theatrical release. Maybe. But yeah, it might have been released in Japan. I guess oh, I'm sure it was. They're trying to get James Cameron to be involved with the World of Warcraft movie. Oh, jeez. Wow. It'll well, as long big. as it's nothing like Avatar, it'll I'll be big, like it. and it'll be in 3D. <laughs> Which uh, you can, can we, just about rule me out of. Can, yeah, I was going to say, can we talk about 3D real quick? No. Let's move on. Well, I think we should just... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I really hate 3D. I, I hate the 3D's coming into movies and, vi- and video games now. I agree completely. It's, it's fading for movies. 
because because pe- like I refuse if there's a regular release and a 3D release, I'm gonna go see the regular I'm with one. You, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's too gimmicky. Yeah. The, the, I don't like wear I don't like having to wear glasses. Yeah, for for starters. I already have to do that. Yeah, me too. And a lot of times the luminosity when you put the glasses on, the luminosity goes down yeah. because mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a tint to them. Yeah, and a lot of theaters don't turn up the luminos- luminosity on so their walls. Looks darker. So everything is a little bit dimmer because if they raise luminosity, it's obviously going to cost more because more power expenses. Right. So they don't do that. And that's why, say what you will about 3D, but it's just an inferior quality picture because it's so much dimmer. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the, I, I mean, they obviously need to advance somewhere, but what I saw that I really liked was the super Smell wide. vision. No. <laughs> no, yes. su- the super widescreen, which is, you know, normal wide widescreen televisions and movies are 16 by 9, but they're coming out with 20 by 9 or 21 by 9, and Ooh. I think that would be really awesome, especially for video games. Mm-hmm. Because I saw someone playing Assassin's one of the Assassin's Creed games with a 180 degree view around, and you know as you were walking by, you could see. I don't know how they had the monitors set up, but you could see like things walking around in the like in your peripheral. You're vision blowing almost. my freaking mind. Then I'd need to get a uh, rotating swivel chair. You'll have maybe I'll post a video on our Twitter, but it it looks really amazing, and the super wide screen I think is something that they they should start like making that. stuff for. That's trippy. Yeah. 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 I'll show you guys the video and I'll 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 find it and post a Twitter link. You know, there's some it. scientists that really believe that we're living in a hologram. Really? Yeah. Like, like the Matrix? No, like a hologram. Like a uh, made-up world type of thing, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, the Matrix. Well, of. when you think about it, like, <laughs> that's what I just said. <laughs> what? Do, why? Why are we even here? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, don't get me started. Well, we, yeah, we, we won't get into that on this <laughs> podcast. We'll we, talk about it in between the break and get it out of our systems. We could talk about that for hours. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the Thumbstick Athletes podcast, episode number 12, where we talked about uh, video game movies. And a mighty fine segment it was. <laughs> <laughs> we think it ran a little bit long, but... We I, hope UA Bowl was listening. Yeah, yeah, we do. I think that's all we got out of that was the legacy of UA Bowl. I yeah, got maybe. some stuff from Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that, yeah, that too. That. Uh, before we move into our news, like, oh, I didn't even get an article. I'll have to do that while you guys. Are <laughs> but before before we uh, <clears throat> get started on that, we have some feedback. Actually, a lot of feedback. Before this week. we get started on that, we're going to take a break. Yeah. yeah, I gotta find. I gotta find a news article. Actually, hang on. During our last break, I almost died. Yeah, because I was <laughs> eating pork rinds, 
And I don't know if anybody else has had this experience. They get a little crumbled up, yep. and I started laughing, and they just like sucked into the back of my throat. Yep, happens a lot to me yeah. actually. Anyone that's had pork rinds probably has cornbread syndrome. Yeah, so I'm now sucking on a lifesaver. If you notice that I'm sucking on something, our first piece of <laughs> <laughs> our first piece of feedback was a, a comment on our on our website from a person who calls himself Tits McGee. <laughs> they said. Dear gentlemen, I just want to comment on how thorough, how I thoroughly enjoy listening to the weekly podcast. I'm not a video gamer, as they say, but I think you do a great job of incorporating other areas of discussion to capture anyone's attention. You're all very entertaining, and I appreciate the great humor and quick wit. You entice me to return to listen every week. Keep up the good work. Once again, that was from Tits McGee. Thank via, you, via Mrs. The or Mr. McGee. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Tits McGee. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Okay, uh, I tweeted and posted on Facebook last week at some point. I don't Wait. remember. Thank you for the nice comment. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I tweeted and or posted on Facebook. Uh, just asking what everyone played last week. That was you know last Monday, I think, or whatever. What everyone played the, over the weekend. Yeah, it was a ways ago because we had a yeah. monkey schedule there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did because we recorded our episode 11 almost two weeks ago now and then we had recorded our columbus day episode last wednesday right. so mm-hmm. we're a little behind on the feedback so anyway i tweeted and asked uh what everyone played over the weekend um cory you tweeted rift and a touch of nhl 12 oh that's right i did tweet that didn't yes, i you did uh adtr johnny uh tweeted battlefield 3 and gears 3 it's battlefield 3 beta um rao ron wagon tweeted he played uh the Star Wars The Old Republic beta all weekend. He said, it's so effing good, man. FYI, I heard a lot of laptops are having trouble running it. Great. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's fantastic news. <laughs> that's, that's good information. Way to bring know. us down. Mm. That murdered all of I our I saw hopes. that. Yeah. No, I saw that, and I was just like, oh. Like, yeah. the two-note tuba. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I was feeling so excited that my laptop told me it could run it. Mm. And I saw that, and I was like, huh. Now, I can imagine that's something they're going to work on yeah. before it comes out. Uh, and, you know, you never know what kind of laptops people are trying to run it on. You know, it could That's be like true. my 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 Dell laptop from 2002 that would barely run yeah. now. So mm-hmm. it could barely run Windows XP. So and there's probably some douche chimp trying to run it on a netbook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know. So, but yeah, I mean, keep us posted on that because we're you know all of us are going to get that game and play. I'm probably going to pre-order it tonight. Actually, ooh, so, well done. I'm one step ahead of you. Yeah, you are. I, I pre-ordered it and got my game code already same. and set up my account and applied for the beta. Hey, me too. You did that too? Too bad my computer failed the test. So I don't know how it's going to do. <laughs> can, can I nice. have you guys remind me to pre-order it? Because I've pre-ordered every other game that I want and I just can't remember to do I it. I might just give you mine. If I can't run it, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Well, I thought you were getting a new computer before then. I don't <clears> have any money. True. What am I going to do if, if you can run it? You just buy one. When it comes yeah, out. but it's limited release. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're going to scale the release. Yeah. Do it right now. I'll just get so, it so, yeah, to yeah. cut my losses, whatever. Yeah. I'll cut buy your losses. You. Well, I could probably sell it on eBay. Oh, yeah, definitely. The Very true. key code or something. You know? Yeah. Very true. Um, also, Eric had a back and forth with Gray 5159 about FIFA. I think that and was I, a private conversation. No, I did want to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he wanted to explain. He couldn't explain uh, rule. In 140 characters or less. Oh, that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't get it. Oh, you're talking about the one with the guy that I'm kind of seeing. 
Well, I didn't want to bring it up, but that's no, fine. He he he's <laughs> completely comfortable with it. But anyway, uh, M. Gray. Uh, he asked me if he would. I think what was it started? He asked me if he would like FIFA, even though he's not a soccer fan. Yeah, something like that. And I think I've told you guys before, like. Yeah. It's a likable game. I've always played FIFA even before I was into soccer, and I've always had a great time playing soccer video games. For whatever reason, I think it just translates better to video game than a lot of other sports do. Mm-hmm. It's basic, you know. It's just kicking a ball around and putting it in the goal. But um, for people that have never played soccer before or played a video game before, it would definitely take some time to get into. It's got a steep learning curve. And it's got a pretty complicated control set, I feel like. Um, Especially this year would be a tougher one to get into because there's a lot harder defensive controls. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely worth a play, that being said. Right. Um, He said he was going to try the demo, which I loved the demo. Good starting point. Yeah. Um, But the offsides for for him mostly because he said he didn't know about offsides. Right. You basically, your last offensive player can't be behind the last defensive player if you pass it to him. Okay. And it's very hard. You can dribble past him, but you can't right. pass it to someone. You just someone can't pass behind. it to somebody that's behind him. And okay. they, they call it very tight. So, okay. And a lot of people, if you're playing online, which I do not recommend that you do if you're just starting out because yeah. you'll get trounced. But, yeah, don't do not do it. And a lot of people online will, will play it that way. You can actually pull your guys forward if you know there's a guy that might go behind them right. and play the offsides. <clears throat> mm-hmm. so. Smart. Yeah, but definitely give it a try. I love it. So that, that's what's great about demos. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It is. Well, not every game does that anymore. I'm not a huge uh, <coughs> sorry soccer fan, but I did like I loved playing the demo. I still play it every now and again. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When okay. you want to get your Fifi on, <laughs> yes, my Fifi. <laughs> okay, the last of our Twitter comments was from Smoochie Coochie. Who said, I too have a relatively provocative last name. (laughs) (laughs) Would the Thumbstick Athletes be open to a joint lawsuit against EA? I believe this is directed at me with my last name being close to homo. Uh, And I would be open to negotiating with Mr. Coochie. Um, Emphasis on the open. Emphasis on the open. Um, So if you want to contact me. Yeah. Feel free, and we'll we'll discuss what we could do about this. I too want to sue EA, but for a different reason. Mostly because I hate NHL 12. <laughs> oh, don't get me going. But, uh, that's that's for later. We won't talk about that now. Yeah. Oh, it's for later. We're going to talk about it later. NHL 12. Yeah, yeah, of course. For what we've played. Nice. Okay, I yeah. want to. I'm uh, yeah. okay. I'm yeah. not being smart. Smart Alec. But yes, Mister Coochie, we should be able to have our names on the back of jerseys. And live out our boyhood dreams, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. How do you, like? How do you 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 pay for that service? Yeah, yeah. And they really. just screw you. Oh, I cried. I know you did. You're heartbroken that Homa couldn't I, be on the back. I of your am jersey. heartbroken. I was heartbroken. Yeah. We were there I, when it happened. I'll be continue well, to be heartbroken. I mean, that's what video games are all about. They're, They're not your dream. Projecting your you're manifesting yourself in these players, and if you can't even see your last name on the back of a jersey, which is the symbol of athletic mm-hmm. achievement, it is. And you can't like, what's the point of even playing the game? In exactly. FIFA 12, I will never see Homa number 91 using that big right boot to put one on the back of the net. <laughs> big right boot. I like it. It's a shame. It is a crying. We shame. need to do something. 
Yeah. It's re- revolution. Yeah, I feel like that's not fair. No. But Okay, on to Facebook comments. Once again, I asked what did everybody play this weekend. Uh, Dave Gardner played Dead Island in Gears 3. Um, LJ Yager played with Dave Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. That's a little inside joke for us. <laughs> yes. Uh, Evan Cucci played the Battlefield 3 beta. Caleb Irvine played the Battlefield 3 beta. So I asked, how did everyone like the Battlefield 3 beta? And uh, Stephen Dimmick wrote back, wonderful on the PC if a little glitchy. Xbox version not as impressive. Graphics are merely okay and not as revolutionary or breathtaking as even my shitty computer playing on medium settings. Mm. So that's that's interesting. EA actually is, uh, well... Yeah, EA is putting it on the second disc for Battlefield because it's going to be single player and multiplayer. Right. They're going to have a, a pack on it or a I patch heard about with that. A high better resolution graphics. graphics. Yeah. So if you install it, you can play it with better with, graphics. Yeah, so like I don't know mm-hmm. how much hard drive space it'll be like. It'll probably be like 5 gigs overall. I don't but, know how I, I don't I'm not So all you're doing is you're installing texture? Yeah, basically. Mm. That's cheap. Okay. Anyway, right, I'm why do you feel court? that way? That's cheap. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, no, I agree, but like, if they can't get the game to run well off a of CD, they might as well. Well, they might as well do the best they can, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I it's, play it on PC. That's <laughs> what it boils down to. <laughs> Eric uh, says no with his middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Dave Gardner wrote on the. Well, should I read that one? Because it has his gamer tag. Probably not. I just, just, won't, I, I just won't read his gamer tag. He said, nice job on the review I, in, in response to my Gears of War 3 review. feel the exact same way. Wasn't into Gears 1 or 2, but I'm blown away by 3. Beast mode is the best mode ever. I may go out and go back and try 1 and 2 again. I'm blank on Xbox if you ever want to play some Beast or Hode. I think I sent you a, uh, a friend request like maybe last week. I don't know if you accepted it yet. but yeah. we're gonna We're going to actually post our gamer tags, uh, and Corey is going to... Post. I'm gonna post Corey's gamer tag and his PlayStation Network name yeah. too. So. I don't have any friends on PlayStation, so if anybody wants to just say hello or be his first, yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to play any games with us, we're we're open <laughs> to open to more friends. So I also wanted to extend an olive branch to Dave Gardner. Yeah, if he listens to this, when's this going up? Thursday? Uh, yeah, Thursday night, like seven. Oh, he listens. Dave, if you listen to this beforehand. Not to be creep or anything, but I'm actually going to be in the Boston area for, like, almost a week. And I don't know anybody there. I'm there for business. So if you want to hang out and play some video games, <laughs> send me something on Facebook. Yeah. On the Thumbstick Athletes website, and we'll see what we can do. So he said, uh, this may be the best co-op game ever. Uh, I agree. Yeah. For any that I've played. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that, too. The teamwork necessary. Yeah, especially for uh, oh. for Horde Mode and Corey's getting a little bit jealous. Yeah, Corey, what do you think? <laughs> I think you all. Never mind. <laughs> you don't want to know what I think right now. <laughs> Dan, please continue. I will. I will. Yeah, we won't talk about Gears anymore. Uh, Christopher Henry said, do you fellers think that fantasy sports are a form of video games? And then he clarified through an engine like Yahoo or something. Oh, that's a good mm. good question. Yeah, okay. I'm 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 kind of torn here because your your performance of your team is based on real player performance, you know. When, so that kind of takes away, but it, you know, obviously it's it's 
It's online. addicting like video yeah. games. Yeah. What's the feature that was in you were Eric, you were talking about it. Was it in NHL or Madden where depending on what the player what does? They do in real league? life, yeah. yeah. Um I think it was in the ultimate team. Oh, okay. It's in NHL. Yeah, yeah, depending on like the the stars of the week that they pick in the actual NHL, if you have one of them on your ultimate team, you'll get a boost for them for the week. Right. So there's a little bit of that in that. Yeah. Um I would say what was that? You played that minor league hockey manager. Oh yeah, I played oh, that too. Uh, NHL East Side Hockey Manager. And that, there's no—that's all menus and it's all text spreadsheets based. and. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how that's too different from fantasy sports. No, you're right. That's so fair. I would, I, I would. Other than other than it being only like you know, none of the numbers they were all simulated as right. opposed to actual numbers. That's true. I, I don't know. I would, I would place it as a video game. Yeah. Let me just say, when I lost in that game, I'd get so mad. Eastside hockey, Eastside manager. hockey manager. Yeah, that game made me so I mad. I probably played twelve or fifteen seasons as the the GM of the National Predators. I did ten with I, Ottawa and Toronto. I did end up winning the Stanley Cup. Nice. Yeah. Just once. Just once. At the end of that time, or no, it was probably five or six seasons in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had. Uh, so it was realistic. Yeah, I had signed Sidney Crosby. Well done. Oh, there you go. After to, his, to a huge contract. After, well, how long is his contract on Pittsburgh right now? I don't know. But it was it was it was Eastside Hockey Manager two thousand seven. Oh okay. so it was He still had his entry level contract. Yeah, it was came out in two thousand six or whatever, right. two thousand seven. So went okay. out and got him. Yeah. I, I like it. I didn't want to, but I did. <laughs> it happens. He's the best best center well, available. You wanted to win. And he had a he had in the the season that he that we won Stanley Cup he had in the high hundred points like hundred and eighty five or holy crap something like that so who was he on a line with do you remember I don't remember I don't remember I wish I still had that game because I would play it I love it's a it. sign of things to oh, come yeah, Dan. it was I awesome I, I don't know they have the Sydney cap space Crosby on the Nashville Predators they have the cap That'd space be so weird that would be weird <laughs> what is he a free agent almost no no oh. he's, I think he signed like he's a locked down for 15, eight years yes yeah, something long. You'll get him when he's like thirty-eight. Yeah, I got him when he was still in his prime. So I, yeah, I think I played through the like two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen season, yeah. something like that. So we're saying it is a video game. Well, I think yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, what 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 is it that makes a game a video game? I mean, I would consider a game like Bejeweled a video game. Um, I I think it's such a, a broad term. Yeah. Mm. And those stupid video. Lottery machines are considered video gaming machines. Uh, yeah. Video poker, knows, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I do put a lot of time into mostly my hockey fantasy teams yeah. because I'm in um, money leagues for both of them. But it's it can be time consuming. Absolutely, you got to put your your work in to figure out you know moves you're gonna make and especially for the draft and yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's just it's multiplayer spreadsheets. Yeah, yep. that's all it is. Absolutely. There's that that competition. Right. I mean, could you somehow add a video component to it, do you think? Hmm. You know what would be cool if they did? I actually saw this at the Bills game this past weekend. This guy had this thing called FanVision. It's a little handheld. And what he did was, (laughs) was the group of fantasy football kids behind me. He loaded his fantasy football team onto it. This is a new thing. It's pretty crazy. And every time somebody from his team scored, it at least alerted him. And I think it may have shown the highlight. Oh. I don't know how it ran or whatever. but That's um, pretty cool. It was an awesome machine. I actually looked at it, looked into buying one online. They're like 250 or 300 bucks. You can rent them at the game for 25 bucks. 
That's not bad. Huh. Just to give it a give it a try. Yeah, so they could do something like that, like go log into your league and yeah. pull up. Well, how about this? So you get your stat. We our league, we're in a league, all right. of us together. Yep. We love fantasy hockey. We've been doing it for years, and we're all in a league together. And we do head to head matchups. So what if it took your stats and simulated a game based on those stats that you could yeah, watch, like a quick with the players? Yeah, like a quick five yeah. minute thing um, with obviously video avatars. It would be cool if they could somehow, this is kind of like what you're saying, if you could somehow load your fantasy team onto a video game and play each other with your fantasy teams. I think that would be For awesome. one more point? Like NHL 12? Just, yeah, for anything. No, that's a real suck. good idea. Yeah. Like if you could inc- take, just take Yahoo Fantasy Sports, right. if you could incorporate one match per week against the team that you're playing yeah. for one more point, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, that, that would be, be cool. really Like one awesome. NHL 12, Matt, if it was connected to the Of course, I mean, somehow. I would beat you because I have better goalies, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> not doubting. Yeah, I have terrible goalies. <laughs> However, I have a all-star. Your forwards, forwards are pretty awesome. All right, moving on. Uh, Sophie Hyatt said, love it. Keep up the good work, duders. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Rattinger. I shouldn't say that. I know her. She's okay. a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite moments of budget gaming episodes so far. Corey singing like Kermit the Frog and Eric's response to R.E.M.'s breakup. Well, you know, everybody hurts. That's that's a little <laughs> offensive because I tried to sing as best as I could. I don't I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't were, know. You, were you trying to sound like Kermit? No. That, then that's <laughs> even funnier. Um, I don't remember that either. Be, well, probably because you weren't no. trying to sound like Kermit. No. <laughs> but I appreciate him enjoying my everybody hurts comment. Uh, just another sign that I I'll do never remember be a that. rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Michael Nelson says, "Great podcast, guys. Keep it up." And then he listed his top five favorite games. Uh, five was Goldeneye. Four was Diddy Kong Racing. Three oh, was Mass Effect Two. Ooh. Two was Football Manager 2011, which is along the lines of Eastside East, Hockey yeah. Manager. Uh, one was Mass Effect. The first one. My man. Yeah. He's my best so, friend. He's on my team. Team ME1. Uh, I really hope Mike Nelson is Mike Nelson of Mystery Science Theater 3000 fame. Uh, if you are Mike Nelson, let us know. Uh, I'd like to get a beer. Yeah. For you? Well, just, I want to talk. Oh. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'll buy the beer for both of you, and you two can talk. Okay. And you can watch in the corner. Yeah, I'll sit in the corner with a cigar and... In a bathrobe? Maybe. <laughs> and that'll do it for our feedback for the week. That's it? Thank you, that's guys it. and gals. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate it. Gosh, golly. I think that's everything. If I missed anything, let me know. Yeah. I feel like there are some tweets in there or something that we missed. Well, a lot of them I, I, went over, I glossed over because they were about... We need an intern to aggregate I know, because I'm... I'm I, uh, it's difficult. Absent-minded. Yeah, well, especially when it's like two weeks long, it's kind of hard to keep track of all the feedback that you're yeah, getting. Unless it it's... is. Okay. Any volunteer interns out there? You will get college credit. We can sign off on that. No can, money. Can we do that? No, I don't think we can. I'll, well, I'll sign I, off no, on it. I don't think it's us, up to us to decide. Moving on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, here's the news, news segment. Uh, who wants to go first? I guess I'll start. Corey's going Everybody first. I have to go last because I've got to find eyes. something. <laughs> I actually have two articles. First, I'll start with the business one, and then I'll start with the fun one. 
Um, this one's titled Mixing Video Games and Horror for Short Movie Magic, and this is by Brian Truitt from USA Today. <clears throat> In his latest project, filmmaker Joe Lynch is getting to mash up two of his favorite things, video games and horror flicks. The latter is proven by the amount of apps on his iPhone, the former by the fact that Lynch is not opposed to doing interviews while sitting naked in a tub filled with vomit. Yeah. Or, in this case, a disgusting stew of fake blood, strawberry soda, cauliflower, lettuce, and whatever was left on the craft service table. Nice. Beginning October 24th as part of G4TV's, G4TV.com's Epictober celebration, Lynch is rolling out a mini film festival of three shorts blending video game premises with familiar tropes from people's favorite horror movies. Clocking under 10 minutes, each one is directed by a director of Lynch's choosing who had proven worthy from their work in the short film Milou or were guys who were who really knew how to make a lot out of nothing, he says. So starting with the first movie, or short film, I should say, the first one uh, is premiering October 24th, and it's called The Hunt, and this is directed by Sam Balcom, and it takes the classic Nintendo game Duck Hunt into 1970s-era Spielbergian Jaws Waters as three hunters face off with a nasty monster. Mm. So that'll be pretty cool to see Duck Hunt uh, with a Jaws plot. Absolutely. I guess. Short film. <laughs> uh, the second one is October 25th, and it's called Cart Driver. This is a gonzo French New Wave Korean film version <laughs> of the entire Mario world, from Donkey Kong to Mario Kart, and with a heroic plumber aiming to rescue his dream girl from a very dark and disturbing creature. That sounds like it'll be pretty awesome. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want to see, a gonzo French New Wave Korean film version. That's so cool. <laughs> and the last one is called The Birds of Anger, and it is, of course, a send-up of arguably the most popular mobile game around, Angry Birds. Yep. Uh Kind of based on Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, the horror flick. Oh, cool. So that's pretty cool. I, I, I'm interested to check that out. Uh, I thought yeah, it being was, a film guy yourself. I thought it was apropos for our topic for the day, mm. video game movies. However, my second article <laughs> is titled, Red Sox Flop Linked to Beer, Chicken, and Video Games. <laughs> oh, so, I just heard about this. Apparently... What is called the epic collapse of the 2011 Boston Red, Boston Red Sox can be attributed to their three pitchers, uh, three starting pitchers, <laughs> Josh Beckett, John Lester, and John Lackey, who settled into a routine of swilling brew, eating fast food fried chicken, and playing video games <laughs> in the clubhouse rather than support their struggling teammates. In the uh, you know, that. I used to hate the three of them because yeah, they play for the Red Sox, but I feel like we could hang out. They're yeah, pretty awesome dudes. They're pretty cool. They're onto something. Yeah. It, well, I, isn't John Lackey? John Lackey's like a famous yeah, he is. gamer. Oh, is he? Anyway. Is he? Yeah, I think I so. Well, he's better at that than he is pitching now. Um, yeah, he, yeah, that's it. He's like World of Warcraft or something like that? Uh, that's Kurt that Schilling. That was Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. And he, it was EverQuest. But I feel like I've heard about John Lackey yeah, playing a lot of games, too. I've heard I that, could too. See that. He's like a kind of overweight... Like well, that's all baseball. Soft. Well, it's very true. Unless you're Babe Rod, <laughs> soft. Well, Don't get going. Yeah, on he's him. soft, squishy. Yeah. But like I, CC. Actually, my friend texted me this morning. He's a Yankees fan, my friend, and we both agreed that we'd probably do the same thing in their position. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? So you got yeah. all that money, right? Who cares if you make the playoffs? <laughs> They're just playing. They didn't want games. to make playoffs. The playoffs because they wanted to play more. Yeah, videos. it would have caught under their VG time. They don't have to pitch more. No. <laughs> Who wants to go out one night a week and pitch for five innings? Yeah, that's ridiculous work. That's awful work. <laughs> uh, 
in a city like Boston where they don't like their teams at all. Actually, they love their teams. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd want to go play in front of that crowd? No. That was just a horrible existence. Yeah. Mm. yeah but you know what? More power to them. What yeah. do you think they were playing? I have no problem with that. I don't know what they were playing. You know what? I thought about that, actually. Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, it was, it was either Call of Duty or, a, or Madden. Yeah. A lot of the sports guys play Madden. That'd be awesome. Okay. I well, don't know. Uh, there's some more to the article. You can uh, find it at... That was a headliner on the Boston Globe. Uh, this this uh, specific article was on CBS News Sports, and it was written by Stephen Smith. So yeah, just search cool. for Red Sox flop link to beer chicken video games. You think they'll get booed next time they pitch? Or no. I don't think they'll care. Nope. No, mm-hmm. It'll, it's no. too long until preseason. No, it's uh, not really that long. Baseball off Six season. Uh, well, this Three is still months, off season, but I feel like every time we turn around, it's spring training again. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. It starts at the beginning of March. Yeah, well, it's such a long season. It is a long season. Nah, they won't get booed. Maybe Lackey, just because he had a terrible year anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he was our big free agent signing. Yeah, him and Carl yeah. Crawford, and they both sucked. <laughs> Yankees were supposed to get Crawford. Thank God we didn't. Yeah. But I don't want to hurt Dave's feelings. He's a, a great listener of ours, yeah. so I'll stop bashing the Red Sox now. <laughs> He may, not like, he may not like baseball. I, I could have know. sworn in his picture he had a Red Sox Yeah, sign. I, I oh, thought maybe. I saw that too. Maybe. but That happens to the best of us. Yeah. It does. You know, They'd he's... probably be saying the same thing about us, yeah. being Yankees fans. That's true. Friendly banter. Which we don't mind. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. All right. My article is off of IGN. It's by Scott Donaldson. It's titled, Why DLC, Downloadable Content, is a Good Thing. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Probably not going to read any of it, actually. Basically, he's asking, do you think it's a good thing? He thinks it is a good thing. Right. Um, Obviously, the argument would be they're putting stuff on there that they could have just released for the game included in your $60. Right. He argues that there's certain certain companies are actually adding to games as opposed to... Not wanting n- to take not, your money, yeah, they're actually not, making the game better. Yeah, not releasing a complete game and just charging right. you for other pieces of it. So, I uh, what do you saying. guys think? Uh, I see. I'm of the mindset that for a lot of games, it does make it better, but there's a few out there that I, that take advantage of it. I think yeah, it's your typical one bad apple ruins yeah. the bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think of games that I've played like Borderlands. And Fallout, where I've and Mass Effect Two, where I've played the downloadable content, and I do think it makes it better and adds mm-hmm. more more hours to the story. Well, one example of the uh, bad apple was Bioshock Two in that article. How the, everybody could tell that that game was shipped missing pieces, yeah. and then they just released it through DLC later. Yeah. See, I never, I didn't play it. That's what he said. There's content. certain games that come out, and it's like there's a big downloadable content size chunk missing out of it yeah. is how he put it oh yeah <laughs> yeah funny. i i honestly have never i can't recall the last time i played a game and kept it long enough for the dlc i feel like when a game is shipped i will play it get my impression of it and that's the impression that it that's gonna be i, I that's if that's the game they're gonna ship that's the game i'm gonna I'm, review and i'm kind of with yeah. Corey on that the only way they could probably get me to buy downloadable content is if it was a sports game and this will never happen, but if, if for some reason they were to go to, like, a bi-yearly release on a sports game and just release, like, roster. a $30 roster update, yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of with Corey. I don't yeah. hold on to games long enough to purchase. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I'll use, if I really like the game, I will buy the downloadable content. A game like Dragon Age 2, I did not like enough to keep to buy the buy downloadable it. content. Yeah. I traded it in. But a game like... 
Fallout 3, I liked enough to get the downloadable content. Fallout New Vegas, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Borderlands, I did get the first downloadable content for, and then I traded it in because I didn't think I was going to play anymore. <laughs> but I bought the Game of Year Game of the Year edition, which came with all the downloadable content for a low price of thirty six dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, it depends on the game. For I, me, I also think that DLC also helps bridge the gap between games. For an example, is like Mass Effect Two, the yeah. Arrival DLC. It. I don't know. I, I should. Well, that's exp- exactly what it is. They just want you to not trade in the game mm-hmm. because they don't want somebody else to buy your used copy. They want people to buy new ones. Yeah. Well, th- with the Arrival DLC, it basically is setting the stage for Mass Effect Three. Should I explain it, or should I just not? Don't go too in depth about it. But yeah, I think anyone that that has heard about it knows that it's, oh, it's to point. bridge the gap between yeah, the story gap. The story. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like because there's the timer on top of the door saying how close the reapers are coming and it was two days and you have to do a bunch of missions to stop them and uh-huh. slow them down so basically you do that and it causes a big problem that you did but you save the world basically and you gotta go start the game for mass effect 3 dealing with that mm. and that's how mass effect 3 I like starts that. which yeah, i thought kinda, was awesome yeah that's kind of cool because it gives you a big decision it's either sure. the one thing that you ended up killing people or yeah and that's that's the, the reapers come. That's the reason why I don't bother with downloadable content because I feel like it's always something just tacked on. But in that case, I feel like that's something legitimate. Like mm-hmm. you're holding on to this game until the new one right before the new one comes out when you're going to get a new piece of downloadable content that links the story from the second one to the third one. Mm-hmm. I just want to read the last uh paragraph of how mm-hmm. he ends it just, you know. Uh he says Battlefield Bad Company 2's Vietnam Uncharted 2's Siege expansion and Resident Evil 5's untold stories wouldn't exist if DLC wasn't around, and that's a reality I'm not sure I could deal with. <laughs> uh-huh. So that was mm-hmm. funny. That's yeah. true. I mean, there's some good stuff and bad stuff like anything, so yeah. you got to filter through and pick and choose. Right. Yeah, but I like I do think it can help. A yeah. game. I know, like, especially Borderlands, all the, con- the downloadable content is really good, really well done it stuff. Is, yeah. So I do think that help, helps that game a lot and it's not like the main game didn't feel complete mm-hmm. i mean say what you want about the ending any of those those of you that have played it up to the ending but like that's the game they wanted to release and then the the expansion content is just that you know it adds more missions and more more bad guys and more weapons and stuff you know it doesn't it doesn't feel like the main game is missing anything in other words so mm-hmm. so yeah that's Agreed. it for me yeah well go ahead uh, my article is about Mass Effect 3, and the title of it is Mass Effect 3 Co-op Multiplayer Trailer, 11 Waves of Galaxy Saving Goodness. Uh, Mass Effect 3's exclu- er, elusive co-op multiplayer made officially a trailer. The cinematic feat demonstrates how up to four uh, gamers can work together to save the galaxy 11 waves of enemies at a time. So basically, the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer is going to be... I don't know if I should be comparing it to Horde Mode, but it's going to be sort of like that. That's what it seems like, anyway. Mm. That's and exactly what I thought of when I read this article. Yeah. So basically, you get four of your friends to fend off waves of uh, enemies. And Casey Hudson, the executive producer of Mass Effect, uh, said that it's going to be like key points in the campaign, or the single player that you do, that you're going to be trying to hold down and protect. And you get to create your own characters. Like, you can make a Durrell infiltrator, kind of like Thane, or you can make a Krogan or Turian, like all that stuff. So you're going to be able to customize all that. Have whatever class you want, soldier, vanguard, sentinel, yeah. infiltrator. So I think I think it might be pretty cool. Um, I was worried at first about 
them doing that maybe taking away from the single player. Yeah. But they said, don't worry about the single player, that they have that pretty solid. So I think... Those smug jerks. I mean... <laughs> See, I used, to, I used to take Bioware's word for it for everything, but Dragon Age 2 was so... Disappointing. Disappointing, yeah. But I mean, Mass Effect I, is. I feel like they they don't have the room to screw up with Mass Effect like they did with Dragon Age because mm-hmm. Dragon Age was kind of a surprise um, hit, and yeah. Mass Effect from the beginning they knew you know that it was going to be that was the money maker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They knew what it was going to be. So yeah, I I agree. I, I was a little hesitant about it at first too, but I mean that sounds cool. Yeah, and it's not going to be like a crappy multiplayer tacked on like. Like in the game Overlord? Did anyone play yeah, Overlord? I I've heard that. of it. I never played it, but Neither. I remember that. There's no need for multiplayer in that game. Or Bioshock. No. Bioshock is another it's, one. It was all, like Bioshock was all right, but they didn't need it. Yeah, not necessary. People played it for the single player experience. Exactly. So, so well, like, I was really worried that it was going to be like, not that Assassin's Creed was bad. I really liked it, but I didn't think that they should have done something like Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah, it doesn't have the staying power that yeah, uh, yeah. a Battlefield or Call of Duty or Gears or Halo have. And that's exactly what it's about. They want people to get hooked so they don't trade their games in. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't buy those games to play multiplayer. Yeah. No. So Not at all. I'll be honest with you, though. For me, being huge into multiplayer more than single player that would make me want to buy it more yeah mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like it's offering that much though at mm-hmm. this point well, maybe, maybe there's more to it but for if me it's just well i'll, I'll t- i'm gonna post the link to the g4 i think it was g4 that posted it the the video where casey hudson's talking about yeah. it and i'll post that on my twitter tonight so you guys can watch the video for all of it yeah he explains it way better and for me personally it does offer more because i know you all will have the game yeah so well Corey, not on, on Xbox, but Dan and Fair, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, you have to be, because your character's on, pl- yeah, on Xbox. Yeah, you're playing it on Xbox. Yeah. Okay, so all four of us will have it, and yeah. we can all four play co-op. Yeah. yeah. I just, so. the, the, just one mode. That's all so they've far. announced so far. And I don't know. You, like, you say you can customize the characters that you choose. I'll, I'll, I watched, it was like a minute and a half video. This one's short. Four, this one's four minutes. Okay. Well, the one I saw, he didn't say anything about that. All he said was you can play as characters that you weren't able to play as before. So to yeah. me, it seemed like you just picked. No, mm-hmm. I've read that you create any race, any combination. And, and that becomes that your you multiplayer want. character. And you can, he, yeah. said, he said I you can so. make a Drell Infiltrator if you want. Or and you level program. them up in the same way you level up your... Yes, and you can put like into okay. the powers, I think. So well, that's a little bit cooler. It's a little bit like Horde mode in Gears of War. Yeah, it's, yeah that's what Will said. Well, yeah, basically, okay. like, I don't like comparing things. So Right. Yeah, because well, every, everything has its different tastes. Yeah, so no, but like that's to... kind of, that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. So okay. I mean, it might be very well done, but I, I I just think of a game like Uncharted, like the multiplayer might have been fun, but what is there to keep somebody keep playing? playing? Yeah. Well, I that's know. that's how I think that's how most of them are, with the exception of Battlefields and Call right. of Duties and Halo, because that's what they're built around. Gears, exactly. Much, yeah. Gears of War. Um, I I think in a lot of cases that's not necessary, but I do think a lot more games should have co-op. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Definitely. that's something I am interested in. If they had made a competitive multiplayer, I probably wouldn't. Although I have heard that they considered making a separate game that was a competitive multiplayer based in the Mass Effect universe. That which would be pretty. If cool. It was a separate game. I might be interested because yeah. I do like the mechanic for just for play, Mass Effect. But just play Eve Online. Yeah, I have tried or I Battlestar Galactic. Have, I have Online. tried Eve Online. I've tried Battlestar Galactic online. I didn't know there was one. It's a web web browser game, oh. which is actually it's really well done for a web 
browser game. Really? Yeah. Huh. Not familiar with it. But I did try EVE Online. It was way too big and confusing for me. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, if I had had time like I did when I was younger to play right. it, it would, I probably would have loved it, but yeah. I, I don't have the time to sink into so it to figure it out. So overwhelming. More yeah. so than any other game I've ever played. Yeah. I didn't have the time to sink into it to figure it out. Yep. So, But it was it was cool, a few minutes that I played. It was a free 14-day trial or whatever. Right. Yeah. I played for like an hour or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that, not, never going to have time to be good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I might as well not even bother. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, my uh, article, um, you may have heard me talk about the the eight-core processor that set the speed record. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. they're starting to make uh, PCs with the eight-core processor in them. The title of the article is, Here Come the Eight-Core AMD Bulldozer-Powered Gaming PCs. The article's by Mike Fahey on Kotaku. Nothing, uh, nothing too exciting here, but there is two PC makers that are already have already jumped on. Uh, two high high end PC gaming, uh, cy- cyber power PCs and Origin PCs are both mm. going to start making bulldozer, oh, bulldozer um, computers. Is bulldozer um, just the? That's the the eight core oh, AMD processor. The, okay, just the name for it. But they also they have four, six, two, four, six, and eight core processors. Right. Which is crazy. Um, imagine having a gaming computer with an eight core processor. Uh, I actually was looking at the Origin PCs laptops because I'm I am going to get a gaming laptop, and uh, some of their laptops have like 24 and 36 gigs of RAM. Yeah, which that's unnecessary. No, you, it you blows never, my mind. No, you, 16 <laughs> is even eight. You have a hard time using eight. Yeah, unless you're doing high end video editing right. or anything like that. Well, that's the thing I was going to say about the the multiple core processors. What I have read. In my schooling, my recent schooling, because we had to do some research about this stuff, the cores don't matter as much for gaming. They're more for multiple, like you said, multiple things going on on your computer at once. Like RAM, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. So the more cores you have, the more can be going on at once. Okay. For games, what's more important is the... Video processing. Well, that and the gigahertz speed, the processing speed of the core. Okay. So... That's just what I mean. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I'm looking into gaming laptops. And right. Origin popped up because there's there might be like a legal battle with EA's Origin download service mm-hmm. and this Origin uh, gaming PCs. Of course. Yeah. So wow. Um, obviously, the Origin gaming PCs have been around longer. But I was interested, and in, yeah, their laptops are crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy powerful. Um. <sighs> Even Man. even Alienware didn't have the high specs that no. the Origin ones had. Well, ever since Dell acquired Alienware, they're less. I feel like they're less edgy. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> less real. Yep. So yeah, that'll do it for our news segment. We'll be right back right after this.
Welcome back to the final segment of episode 12. Uh, what we played this week, I guess I'll go first, because the only thing I played was NHL 12. Uh, online, all the games that I played. I wanted to give it a second chance after not liking it at all. Uh, I played it Thursday night uh, to get excited for hockey, because hockey started Thursday night, and my team played Friday and Saturday night, so I wanted to you know, kind of get, get amped up for it, and was sorely let down. I think I played four online games. I didn't lose or didn't win a single one. I played Vancouver. I played Buffalo. I played Pittsburgh, and I played Washington. <laughs> <laughs> At least there was no repeat teams in that. That's true. But then I played again either Monday night or la- I think I think Monday night too. I played two games online, lost them both. Uh, played a lot better than the guy I played against too. Um, I played against Calgary, and I don't know who the other team was. So those were different teams. I, it was a different team. I don't remember who it was now, but it's just an awful game. Yeah, it is. I remember, I think I texted you during the week saying, in all capitals, I hate NHL 12. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about emailing EA and seeing if they'll give me a refund for, for the game. I'll send it to them, and they'll send me 65 bucks. It is, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Um, I, uh... I really wanted to like it, and... Honestly, like I wanted, I, I was just gonna not play the multiplayer and just play a single player online. But I'm just so angry about how bad the online is. I don't even want to keep it. Yeah. So, what? I heard in passing that they removed the hip check from multiplayer online. I I didn't see it in any of the four games that I played. The hip check or six games. The hip check. Yeah. So they must have removed. They it. might have. Too enough people complain. Hey, all right. We're making a so difference. that would be a victory. The hitting is still really bad, though. Yeah, like yeah, really bad. Uh, who did I knock down? I knocked down some big player with some small player, and I don't remember who it was. But um, yeah, most of my goals were just garbage goals. I did have one goal where I wired a wrist shot over the over the blocker of the goalie, but most of them were just bad goals and no fun. Goals. No fun. I no. feel like the better player never wins that's what it's like with me because yeah i i played maybe six or seven games and i outplayed like five yeah. of my opponents and i did not win one game yeah the one i played against calgary i controlled the puck the entire game he had like maybe two break breakouts where he broke down and scored goals <sighs> on both of them but i controlled i cycled the puck i had probably three times as many shots as he did and nothing. That's just because that's. I mean, that's how Nashville plays their game. You know, they right. get the puck down low, they cycle, uh, they get a few goals on the rush, but not really. So, I uh, played a guy. Nothing. And it was an overtime zero or nothing, nothing. He skates it down and does a little fluky backhand, lost it over the goalie's shoulder, and yeah. he wins. Yeah, I was the closest I've ever been to throwing my controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a frustratingly bad game. I wanted to like it so much too. I'm such a big hockey fan. Mm-hmm. It just brings me down. Now, I haven't played it since the night I played against Corinne. <laughs> you refuse. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, so are you done with Gears then? No, I just didn't, haven't had time to play Gears. Right. Oh, um, okay. I've been so busy. So, no, I'm not done with Gears. I just, like I said, I'm so excited about hockey. And, you know, Nashville's last game was Saturday, and they're not playing again until tomorrow night, Thursday night. Yeah. So it's such a big gap that I mean I watched some other teams, but I want you know 
I wanted to play hockey. There's not that many games on this week either. No. no. There's, there's one or two games on, and I had to work Monday night, so when I got home, there wasn't any games on still. So I noticed when I was setting my fantasy roster yeah. up, I was like, man, are they just not playing this week or I what? Know. I, I don't know what happened. But Until I, Saturday. I, I hope there's more games, like, you know, during the week. Did it have something to do uh, possibly with the Olympics last year? Did it feel like there was what, more games going on? Was because it last they, year? Uh, wasn't it? Or was it two years ago? It was 2008. Jesus, I'm so old. It was... No, because no, the it was one, 2010. 2010. <laughs> it was last year. Yeah. It was last year. Because um, the 2012 okay. Olympics are... In, uh, Summer Olympics are in London. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was. Last year being almost two years ago. <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. Because, yeah, same yeah, thing. It was like 18 months ago yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. But yeah, I, like... I'm kind of disappointed that there's so much time in between games. But, I mean, a lot of it is for the teams who are over in Europe, so they yeah. they haven't really played that the much. The best teams. One and two in each conference. What? The best I mean, teams were in Europe. One and two in each conference. Really? Buffalo and the Rangers. Is that true? L.A. The, the and Ran- Anaheim. The Rangers are second in the conference. They're going to be. Oh. That's oh. what I'm saying at the end of the season. <laughs> oh. The White's second went the first. No, because no, 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 no. Buffalo. Buffalo will be second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. LA will be first in the West. Yeah, the way that. Buffalo's looking, I'm sure. What team behind are you? the Rangers? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, yeah, moving on. That's all I played. All right, I'll get into mine uh, because I, I know Dan, you had expressed interest in trying FIFA mm-hmm. since you're so disappointed in NHL. Yeah, I need something, and uh, I'd be happy to bring it over and wet your whistle for a night yeah, and get we'll, you used to it. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I played FIFA a lot. I'm still into the head-to-head seasons. I love it so much. But I'm really running into a pickle here with people picking. I'm. It's almost down to one team now that everybody is using. Mm-hmm. It's not even like the four like of Manchester NHL. United, yeah. oh. uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and then I would probably throw Chelsea in there. Everybody is picking Real Madrid. Because not only is every player awesome, but they have one player in particular, Cristiano Ronaldo. You can't get the ball from him. He makes ridiculous shots, and it's just so frustrating when I dominate and I win every single category, but because they picked Real Madrid, and I know for a fact that's the only reason they beat me, and it's important for me to win because if, if I lose enough, I'll get put back down a league. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not important in the grand scheme of things, right, but right, right. for me personally, sure. it's important. Yeah, for the game. Yeah, it's pissing me off. Literally every game I played the past two days has been against Real Madrid. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so I've been sending an unfriendly message to every person that I play against yeah. that plays as <laughs> Real Madrid. Good. Do they ever respond? Yeah, always. That's good. Always. What do they say? I like to win. The guy actually yesterday the guy I I. Politely said, I'm not going to say exactly what I said, but I said, pick a different team and added some extras yeah. onto the end. <laughs> and he said, why? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> not really, though. And on top of me being even more pissed off for his smart ass remark back. Yeah. You know, and they, the guy today I sent it to, he said, I've only picked them three times. I'm like, well, you picked them the wrong time then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> or the right time, because I would have beat him if he was any other team. Yeah, but I still love the game. It's just getting very frustrating playing the same team yeah, every does, single it gets, time. Gets old. Well, you know what they say, Eric. If you can't beat them, 
I won't join them. Won't do it. Don't do it. Billy and I have formed a pact. We will not pick one of those four teams. All right. Good. Do you know what I do in NHL? I wait for the other person to pick their team, and if they pick Pittsburgh, Washington, whatever, I just you back out. Back out <laughs> this right year away. in FIFA, I used to do the same thing last year. I would wait to see who they picked, and I would base my team on that. This year, you can't see who the other team picks. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's stupid. That's that really dumb. Stupid. I agree. But I've, um, I've backed out of a few NHL matches because the person on them getting ready to play the game as they like spend a lot of time looking at their lineup of oh their my players. God, I can't stand that. Why does that happen? I don't know. I've backed out because they've taken like a minute or two to look at their stupid lineup. It's like it's like if you don't know who's on the team, why are you <laughs> playing as them? Yeah, exactly. Uh, even if you're if you do a random, you obviously don't care who's on your team. So. Why? Aggravates me. Yeah. Um, so I played a lot of FIFA. Still loving that game. Yeah. Aside from that, that's really my only complaint. Yeah. Um, played Gears. I played some Horde mode. I got to level 40 this time, which is my highest so far. Wow. And the the boss level at 40 was ridiculous. Uh, we came close to beating it once when they had the Lambent Berserker. That was the closest we got. The other times, if it was a berserker, there was two or three of them at a time, aside from all the grinders and boomers oh mixed in. Um, uh, what's the big thing? The really big monster with the rockets on his arms? Yeah, we could. Brumac. Brumac. We fought one uh, one of those a few times, didn't even come close. Um, did you fall back into the cave? We fell back did, everywhere. Did you Which map? To that? Yeah. We were on... Is Docks? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Docks. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, another boss that we tried against was the Reavers. Dry, dry Dock is the name of it. Dry Dock, yeah. Uh, there'd be like four Reavers along with all of the other, you know. Oh, man. And it's just ridiculous. We tried so many different things. We had a Silverback. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saved enough to get a Silverback. Destroyed. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Probably destroyed in no time, too. Oh, they're no, kind of, they're no kind of like sitting ducks. No time at all. And this is on normal, right? I, I think so. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't set it up. But, yeah, we got to level 40, and it was impossible. So, yeah. But that being said, still awesome. Yeah. Gears is great. Yeah. I'm actually doing a lot better. I know I'd complained before about using the shotgun. Uh-huh. I'm getting a lot getting better with it. it, getting some kills. It makes a lot more fun if you can actually yeah. kill somebody with it the shotgun. It does. I was playing, uh, Billy and I played King of the Hill the other day, and uh, we were doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I was getting some shotgun Nasher. kills. No. You, sawed off. See, that's how I started too. And then once I got used to that, I started using the the Did Nasher. You? Yeah, because okay. na- I mean, if you mess with the sawed off, you're dead meat. Yeah. So yeah. true. So um, I also did try the two demos. I tried NBA 2K12, which got outstanding ratings. Oh boy! Which I could see because last year's game was awesome. Uh, and obviously, on the demo, they're not going to let you play that much, so it was just like a regular exhibition yeah. game. And it felt exactly the same as last year's game, so mm-hmm. I turned it right off. But that being said, <laughs> it was really good. It, it's a great game. Yeah, you I did, played yeah, it yeah. last play year. Again, so. I heard they upgraded the other modes a lot. Okay, is what I read about it. So, give it a try if you like basketball. I know yeah. the rosters won't be updated probably because of the Blackout. whole holdout and all yeah. that, but it's a great game. And I also tried the Forza Motorsport Four demo. Even that. though I'm not a huge racing fan, it got really good reviews. Uh, if you like racing games, you'll probably love it. Uh-huh. The graphics are awesome. Yeah, that's what I I've mean, heard. I'm just not big into racing myself, so I didn't play much of it. But yeah. from what I played, if you like racing games, you'll love it. Did you get to use the Connect in there at all? <laughs> My Connect is unplugged currently. Uh, okay. <laughs> because Dan was nice enough to give me his unused headset, oh, so yeah. now mm. I actually have something that people can hear me. Because <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can do head tracking in yeah, Forza. You can. Really? Yeah. 
Huh. Give it a try. Yeah, anyway. I cool should do that. See. Other than that, yeah. Yeah, I am not big on racing, but. Nah, me neither. So, yeah, that's what I played. Mm hmm. Well, what do you got for us? I did a lot this week because I had a lot of time to play video games. The first oh, one. <laughs> the first one was I beat Dead Island. Hey! And. I don't know. That game, I really liked the game, but most of it is just go fetch stuff and bring it back. Mm. But I liked it. It's not like boring. Just going out and fetching things, like along the way, just getting attacked by zombies and just sprinting away from them, running for your life. I think that's a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. So I didn't mind the fetching as much. Uh, I, what I really liked is how, at one point in the game, when you go to a church where all the survivors are, how just the morale is just crushed and everybody's so depressed. I really like that part too. Yeah. It it's realistic. Me, it makes right? you feel with the, the survivors yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Can I ask, did you feel like. There was enough zombies in it, like just kind of in the environment. Yes, I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like there needed to be a lot you, more. You needed to get into the city in the jungle, but I shouldn't have to. I can remember one part in the resort, like out on a boardwalk, where there were dozens and do- yeah, that and dozens. I, yeah, I remember that. I too. mean, you're right. Like maybe it was just certain parts of the I map. I think. I think part of what they were trying to do was build tension. Yeah, because and you I didn't know where they were yeah, coming from. And I thought of that, but I thought maybe just a little bit more. Yeah. Not a lot. But yeah. Yeah, in the city, me and my friends were getting pretty annoyed with the constant zombie attacks. Really? Yeah. Because the infected will come sprinting at you out of nowhere and you'll be screaming like a schoolgirl. Isn't that the way it goes? Yeah. So I beat that. <laughs> I, I really liked Dead Island, though, overall. <laughs> it was a good game. What did you think of the ending? I Worth it? I saw it coming. Oh, okay. I knew what. I, right away, I knew it was like. I knew it. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. I was yeah, just don't going spoil to. Because I'm still going to play that, probably yeah. in the depths of winter. Tucked mm, away. Definitely. You can Next week. It. With a mug of hot cocoa. <laughs> uh, my winter doesn't start till mid December. Oh, it's not far away. I was basing it off of Binghamton's winter. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's almost here already. Anyway, then the next thing I played was Gears 3. I beat the campaign for that. And that was by far the best Gears campaign. Yeah. Will's making. Making moves. <laughs> I'm telling Making you, rain. that weekend, or what was this last weekend, I just played video games. Well, do you want to switch lives with me for a week? Huh. No. Just a week. That's all I need. I'll go to school as Will Murtha. There you go. <laughs> you'll go to my work as me, uh, and you'll live at my house as me. I'm going to have to pass. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I only ask that your ma cooks me up some chili <laughs> and sloppy joes. Yeah, there you go. Go ask her now. She's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I did a lot of a lot of Gears Three. Um, I wanted. I asked Dan and Eric if they wanted to do the Gears campaign on the hardest difficulty. So we might be doing that if they're up to it. Yeah, we're up for it, but it depends on when. Time. I mean, I'll look at my schedule. <laughs> I'll pencil you in. Wow, that sounds like fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, Corey, you want to come in? Oh. Corey, at this point, <laughs> because we go through this every week, like if you guys asked me seriously, do you want to chip in for no, an Xbox? I would totally do it. I kind of like it. It's like I, I to, know it's our thing. I get to feel sorry for myself. <laughs> we just won't tell anybody, uh, yeah, and we'll can, still you have pretend. you still feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> you can pretend you have one. Uh, I have two Xboxes right now. You do? Yeah, because the other one's my friend Johnny's, and he has not asked for it back. Oh, boy. He's, he listens, so I'm now he's going to want it back. No, no, but yeah. <laughs> I'll take know. it, and you I, can have mine. I I used to have an Xbox. I was big into the Xbox. And then it crapped out on me at a time when I had, had no money. 
Yeah. And since then, I haven't found any money. Found any money, <laughs> <laughs> or a good reason to own one. Wait until Mass Effect. Well, and... Gears of War has been out for a few weeks I now. Know, That's a pretty good reason. I, like I go back and forth. I'm like. There'll be times during a day where I'm like, I'm going to get an Xbox later today. (laughs) And then if I don't do it right away, I talk myself out of it. Yeah, I know. I know how that goes. And I'm always happy when I talk myself out of it. Me too. And then it'll just come back later. I'll be like, (laughs) I'm going to buy one today. And then you, when you finally do get it, you're going to be pissed off at yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But in the end, you'll be like, hey, it worked out. Yeah, it wears off. Yeah. Yeah. It wears off. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) You should do it, though. Gotta do it from uh, we'll Mass Effect happens. 3. Gotta wait for the Christmas bonus to roll in. Mm, yeah. Maybe the tax refund. <clears throat> maybe, uh, they'll probably have good specials around Christmas, too. Yeah. They have recently. Past yeah, couple years. Maybe they'll drop their price. They don't really yeah. need to, though. <clears throat> cheap. It's already relatively cheap. Uh, the next thing I played was Rage. Oh, Rage. yeah, I want to hear about Rage. Yeah, I forgot you got that. I'm gonna explain this as, as I said, I don't like doing comparisons, but this will help people understand it a lot better. It's Borderlands and Fallout 3 with Twisted Metal. So basically the storyline starts off with a giant comet coming towards the Earth with, uh, you know, space, you know, people doing comm chatter with each other and stuff like that. And it hits the Earth and causes the wasteland, basically. Yeah. The, the apocalypse. The apocalypse, yeah. And you start out as an arc, an arc survivor, which you were frozen before this happened so you were preserved and you had like stuff done to you so you come out of that after like i don't know how long how i don't really know how long after but you come out and you're this took this from fallout 3 right as you walk out the lights flash in your eyes and it's really white and, oh yeah right, like when you come fallout out of the vault 3. yeah yeah it's basically that and then you get mugged right away and somebody has to shoot the guys off your back that are jumping you so that's how it starts out and then you go to a small settlement and you get asked to do quests and stuff and it's like a hub world right yeah basically i'm not far into it i've only played maybe an hour or two uh, because i've been really playing other games right mass, now mass effect 2 i'll get into that in a second <laughs> oh my gosh i hate that you've played so many games i hate and love it <laughs> <laughs> well I'm doing a crappy job explaining Rage. That's no, fine. You're doing a good job. But I'll, you're you're I'll not be- ready to do a review yet because no, you've no, only no, played no. it for a couple hours. I'll definitely be able to explain a lot better next week. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, I'm just going to talk about multiplayer a little bit right now because I'm not ready to talk about single player as much. Multiplayer is basically Twisted Metal. Right. You <laughs> get to make a cart. Well, you have, there's basic carts you start out with. There's the Doom Buggy, basically, and like three or four other like racers. And you can... Level up and unlock those, and with those you can get like guns, rockets, shields, and stuff like that. And one of the modes is you gotta drive around and you're fighting with three other people, trying to destroy their cart and get to a specific point on the map that'll light up uh-huh. from your uh, map on the screen. So you gotta get there and you get like a hundred points maybe for each like each time you hit that mark and you get ten points for a kill. So that's basically like Twisted Metal was. Nice. It's overall a really fun game. Yeah. Cool. You do like it. A lot. Because I have a friend that got it for PS3, and he really likes it, too. Uh, I kind of saw mixed reviews as far as scores were going. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a lot of depth? Well, you haven't played single yeah, player too much. Yeah, that's the question I wanted to ask. Is RPG elements. Yeah. Because I don't think I could play that game if there weren't. Same here. That's why I haven't bought it. I don't think there's any RPG elements, no. to be honest. The things that you can do are you can make things. Like, I chose an engineer, and you can make, like, 
uh, claymores and drones and bots and all sorts of that type of stuff. And, like, ways to hack into doors. So there's no levels? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't okay. think that. I've looked through the, the menus and everything. And there's I've no, met, like, skills or abilities or... Not that I've seen. But, like I said, I've only gotten to, the, like, the first settlement, basically. Mm-hmm. First or second. Second settlement. Okay. Was what about you, linearity? Pretty linear? So far. But, mm. no, I know it's not linear you know overall. That. Okay. Yeah, we'll wait and get a, a full. Yeah. So I just want to say a little bit. I think, like, like I said, I've only played an hour or two. Right. So I think it's good so far. I know it won't be linear as you expand out into the game more. But I think it's pretty good. I think you guys would all like it. Yeah. I've been interested. Yeah. Because I know you, was it you, Corey, that you want? You're going to definitely get it at one point. Yeah, because it looked like Like Fallout with vehicles. Yeah, Yeah, I was planning on getting it, too. And then I heard that there was absolutely no RPG elements, and I'm like, oh, man. So far, there appears to be none, which kind of, it's hard for me to, as you said, it's hard to play those type of games without those yeah. RPG elements, because that's what kind of gets it's me like, more into it. It's like Bioshock without the plasmids. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Eh. The guns are cool. So what, is there any customization whatsoever? Or don't you know yet? Don't really know yet. Okay. Definitely with vehicles. Well, you said you picked, <clears throat> you picked an engineer. Was yeah. there other classes uh, you could pick? There's, like, uh, the normal person, like a soldier. Yeah. And I don't remember the other one. I can get those for next week, definitely. Okay. Yeah. S- did you do any racing yes. with the car? Yeah. Is that just in multiplayer or in single player? Both. Oh, okay. There's another game mode that you can play with friends on multiplayer, but no one, none of my friends have it. And oh. you said you customize the vehicles a lot? Yeah, you can customize the vehicles on multiplayer. Okay. okay. And, uh... And you can single player. You get a garage, and you can like put attachments onto it, like weapons, and paint it, and stuff like that. Uh, eh. But like I said, I can give you way better. Yeah, I'll definitely be playing it. You'll have it beaten by next weekend. <laughs> Tomorrow. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because this leads into my next game is Mass Effect Three or Two. I'm wishing I'm playing Three, but uh, I'm doing it on Insanity right now, and I started a Sentinel because I guess that was, the, that was the easiest class they said to start it with. Centennial. Centennial, yeah. Because yeah. they have the... Uh, or Sentinel. So is that the soldier with the... with the Biotic powers yeah. that does warp and... Uh, yeah. Oh, what's the one that destroys barriers or shields? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, not it's important. been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not important, but uh, it's been really easy. I use uh, Miranda because she has the biotic powers, and then I use Grunt because he takes a lot of damage and yeah. Thane a lot. And I'm up to the point where I think we've all gotten to this point. I know you have, which is your, the main problem. You being Eric. Yeah, Eric. Sorry. Uh, is the collector ship, you know, where they set the trap for you at the collector ship? Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, I'm at that point, and you know where you're. The, they're bringing the platforms in with all the yeah. collector drones and the scions and everything like that? Yeah. Can't get past that part. Yeah, that's pretty hard. It's impossible because the cover is so small. Janky. And oh. <laughs> janky. And your team, your team gets murdered by the scions so quickly because I keep on doing the uh, get get some snipers. I tried that. I had Thane, but he dies so quickly for whatever reason. Garrus is a much better sniper. Garrus, yeah. I'm gonna try Garrus. I've tried. I keep Miranda because Miranda has really powerful biotics. Yeah, yeah she And does. I have powerful biotics, so I just throw on the tech armor and take the the damage while they try and take out the yeah. the enemies. But uh. So I'll have to try out Garrus. I've tried Grunt. I've tried Morden. I've tried Thane. I've tried uh, Jacob. Yeah. Nothing's doing it. <clears throat> the problem, what makes it so hard is the Harbingers. 
they do the one prop power where it knocks you out of cover. Yeah. It's the the gray comet one. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you can't avoid it because if you try moving to the side, you'll pop out of cover or, like, the guys from the left side will be able to shoot at you. Yeah. So I'm in a tough predicament. I did read online that that's the hardest mission by far yeah. in the game, and after that's you get past that, you'll be fine. Yeah. So yeah, I, I remember that being difficult. I have to read a book by Thursday of next week, so oh, I want to try and beat it before I have to actually start reading my 400-page book. What book? <sighs> October Sky. I'll get you the audio book. Would you please? That would be amazing. Yeah. I could play. I could listen to it while I play Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll pick up a lot of the book if you do that. Uh, my nights have consisted of my, my uh, room being pitch black with the only light my TV playing Mass Effect. Nice. Uh, I miss those days. Those were the days. My parents walk by. Hey, Will, what are you doing? Mass Effect. You don't say Mass Effect. You say homework. Playing video games. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Gosh. Leave me alone. Why don't you shut your door? I'd like having a little... Too much of a hermit? Yeah. <laughs> like like a little bit of fresh air coming in? <laughs> yes. I used to let the cats wander in and out. I you do. don't want to have to open the door to call mom to bring you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I did text her saying tea. Mom, <laughs> did she bring you some? She made tea. Nice. Oh, man. I was like... Oh, mom, can I have her number so I can uh, text her <laughs> sloppy joes? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> so I'm hoping to have Mass Effect Insanity be by... The next podcast. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So I'll have that done. Okay. Corey, I played Dark Souls, <laughs> and I've ah, I've been so much looking forward to talking about it. But at this point, I feel a little worn out. Yeah. So How long have we gone? <laughs> two hours and twenty five minutes. Oh my god, that's far too long. If you want to wait until next week, it's totally up to you. <sighs> I feel like we'd be doing our fans a disservice if I did that. That's fine. You would be. But at the same time, I feel like I would be doing the game a much better service if we did wait. Mm-hmm. You can give a little preview like I did for Rage. Did you beat it? No. That's... Are you going to beat it by next week? No. That's okay. impossible. That being said, because I like the game so much, I would prefer to wait to talk about it. Uh... That's fine. But I will say how much fun I am having with it. And I put an asterisk next to the word fun. Because that is intermingled with a whole lot of frustration yeah. and hate for that game. Okay. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. But it will go down in my top five favorite games of all time. Wow. That's how much I like it. Nice. nice. And it's un- it, by far the best Japanese game video game I've played in a decade. I didn't know it was anyway. done by Jap- the Japanese. Yeah, from software is Japanese. Oh, yeah. And the, it's funny because the translation is kind of poor. <laughs> So, like, instead of saying things simply, it'll say it a little more cryptic, which is just perfect for that yeah, game. Yeah, adds because, to the feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, okay, so they give you the – I'll just briefly touch over it because I really do want to talk <laughs> about it. Um, you get your your manual, and I was like, okay, apparently this game is really hard. I should read the manual. There's hardly anything in the manual. It tells you what your <laughs> buttons do. There's a brief five-minute tutorial. Basically just tells you to attack. Other than that, you have to figure out everything on your own, what every item does, how to level up, how to do everything in how the game. How to use magic. Yeah, and there's a huge multiplayer aspect in the game. doesn't explain a lick of it to you. <laughs> Even if you go on the internet, unless – and that's what's kind of great about it at this point is it's still kind of like the Wild West of Dark yeah, Souls. Like, see, I like that. People are probably, most people are probably still working on their first playthrough. I'm, I can't imagine very many people have beat it at this point. I'm sure some people have, but yeah. – Graham. Yeah, it's so yeah. It's just it's so difficult to figure stuff out, and you there's nobody to help you that you're on your own. And the multiplayer is such a important part of it 
and it can be so helpful if you utilize it correctly. But for starters, you have no idea how to go about using it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Corey, just, you're making me think I don't want to play this. Uh, you game. don't. You don't. <laughs> I don't want to play this game, but I love it so much, and I can't put it down. It and makes me want to play it that you love it, but the, everything you say makes me hate it. It's so freaking <laughs> frustrating. I probably died. I was trying to be a dragon the other night and i probably died 50 times and it's not like die and just retry it's die play through everything you need to play through to get to the dragon again (laughs) then do it over. i'm not gonna play i'm telling you right now i will never play this game but like the physics in that game is so great like you you feel so in control of your character and when you die it's your fault you screwed something up there are bugs in that game but in my experience, none of the bugs have worked against me. They've always worked in my favor. Okay. I'm a pretty good bitcher. I could find a reason why it wasn't my fault. And a lot of a lot of times, um, that's how you will win certain battles is by finding the exploit and taking advantage of it. There's this one part in the game. There's this dragon on a bridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know saw this, this one. And you can sit there with your bow and arrow and shoot the dragon in the tail for 20 minutes <laughs> doing five damage to it to kill it. And you'll get a great sword for doing that. So you're rewarded for exploiting the game a little bit. That that those kind of things are built into the game. Mm-hmm. And ugh, I just I can't even I can't even do it justice right now. Like you just get dropped into this world and it's so beautiful to look at. And that's what's so great about it. It's so hard to get from point A to point B, but once you get to point B, it's so refreshing and nice to look at because it's something new that you just get that shot of dopamine and you're so excited about the game. I don't I don't know. I could go on and on. I've I've listened to uh the Giant Bombcast talk about it. And listening to them talk about it is awesome. Yeah. Because just hearing their stories, like with, uh, I think, Vinny Caravelle yeah. Caravel is the one that's playing through it. And just listening to him talk about it is yeah makes well, me want to play it. Um, I'm Okay, so when I first started, you do a brief tutorial, and then they take you to the main world. And you, I've mentioned this in the Columbus Day episode. You, your object is to ring two bells. One bell is way up high. One bell is way down low. When you start, there's no no direction on where you need to go you kind of have to figure it out for yourself and you do that by trial and error you go to an area if it seems a little too tough for you go somewhere else but i didn't realize that at the first i'm like the way we're trained to play video games is if you can get to it you must be able to be yeah Yeah. you can power through it so i did that and uh i made the mistake along the way the first place i went there was this cleric and part of the multiplayer aspect of the game is putting notes on the ground and you can say just like a three or four word thing. And uh, one of the notes I read that a player had dropped said, be wary of cleric. So I'm like, all right, there's a cleric that's going to try and screw me See, over. now I want to play it again. So I go up and I talk to this cleric and he's like, oh, hello, I'd like to... It ended up being he wanted to teach... He wanted me to join his covenant. That's a whole other story. I got to... There's so much <laughs> to this game. But he said, I'd like you to join my covenant and I'll teach you some magic. And I was like, this, this note I picked up said, be wary of the cleric. So I killed him. Come to find out, he teaches you magic that's essential for killing these skeletons. He teaches you, like, fire magic or something like that for killing these skeletons in this graveyard. But since I had killed him, he's gone. He's gone. He's out of the game. Not coming back. So did the person that left that note purposely screw you over? me, yeah. So I've heard that there are people that left a note saying, jump off here. Yep. So people will jump off. Oh, I did that too. Oh, that is outstanding. You go to the edge of the top of this ruined uh, catacomb. castle ruins or whatever and it says at the very very end of it right on the corner at basically the edge of the world because you can look out and see forever it says there's a little note on the ground that says life 
And I was like, oh, man, is somebody screwing with me? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to find out. So I jump, and sure enough, I die. <laughs> so people screw with you. But it's also been really helpful in a lot of ways. It'll say, like, bonfire ahead. And bonfires are essentially the checkpoints. Yeah. So if you get to a bonfire, you can, it, like I save said, it's, your game. Yes, to save your game, essentially, and refill your health potions, which are called Estuses. But when you go to a bonfire and do that, all the enemies you have killed respawn. Mm, man. I have changed my mind 20 times in this past five minutes of whether I want to play this game or not. My final determination is I do want to play this game. But you don't want to buy it. I'm so nervous just sitting here thinking about playing it. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so frustrating, but it's so rewarding. If you play games to like be the best at it and be really good, it's not the game for you. You want to play it for the experience because it is so difficult. I have anxiety right now. But it's also so rewarding. And I, I like you. You really have to play it because there's just there's so much beauty in that game, despite its difficulty. See, here's my problem with not buying it though. If I get it out of Redbox, I can play it for like, I don't know, two two days, three days. Yeah. And then I get like, well, maybe I should just buy it, yeah. especially a game like that where I'm just gonna keep dying. I kind of need to buy it to have it. You yeah, because re- otherwise you're gonna drop a right. fortune if exactly. you have it for a couple of weeks. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. You really have to reprogram your brain. Like rewire how you have learned to play video games. Oh man! And go back to the days when games were hard. so friggin' hard, yeah. and there was no help, and you're just on your own. Like go back to the NES games. I think of a game like you, you guys ever play Foxanadu? I've heard yeah, of like it. those kind of games, and it's just like. I'll tell you what I want to do right now, is as I mentioned earlier when I extended an invite to our listener Dave, I kind of want to buy this game and take it to Boston. Mm. When I go up there for my business trip and just play it in my hotel room by whenever yourself. I'm not that's working. Good, that's a good time to do it that, when you're by yeah, yourself that's a because good time. you my, my, will want to kill yeah. somebody. My problem is I don't know if I'm going to have a roommate or not because oh. they don't they haven't told me. And if it's somebody I don't know and I have a roommate, I don't want to hog the TV the whole time. Right. I don't know, man. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to end up taking my Xbox, and if I don't have a roommate, I'm going to commit right now to buying Dark Souls while nice, I'm there. Nice. Commitment. There's, Very nice. There's just so much in the multi. Like I'll talk about the multiplayer stuff next week because that's such a huge component, oh, and it's so awesome. Damn it! And it's 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 I don't know. I and like there's so many ways to screw up your character because um, like in most R- in, in most RPGs it's like it doesn't really matter what you put your points into yeah, either way you're yeah. going to benefit from it's it. It's going to help you in some way. But in this game, if you don't put your points in the right place, you've screwed your character over. <laughs> I hope you know that I'm going to be texting you a shit ton when I get this game. I don't want to help you because I want you to have the same experience I'm having with it. Then we can't be friends. <laughs> that entire no, weekend, Corey, I was looking at that game and I was like, I kind of want to play it. But I never like pulled the trigger and playing I'm it. I'm not shitting you. Since you've it. been talking about it, I looked in the red box every really? day to <laughs> see just to see if it was there. I knew damn well I wasn't going right. to pick it up, but I wanted that option to be there. And I have no it idea. Was. I have no <laughs> idea how. I've actually rang one bell. I don't know what happens after I ring the second. I don't know if I go to the end of the game. But I I don't know how many hours I put in. I have no idea how far I'm into the game. I just have no idea. And that's what I love about it. It sounds just so different than anything. It is. Yeah. It really is. And like I said, you have to reprogram the way you think about games. When you die, you can't take it as, oh, man, this game sucks. You have to take it as, well, I did something wrong. Because you did. If you died, you did something wrong in that game. There's no arbitrary deaths. It's, you screwed up, and you should learn from that and go back and do it again. I can just feel myself getting 
so pissed off right now. But, but I, I want to play it. I yeah, too. I'll save the rest of it for next All week right. because okay. I don't want us to All right. go over out. three hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll do it for our longest episode of the podcast yet. Oof. That's all right. It's fine. It's just a little bit over our, our second longest episode. But I don't feel like it was a very good episode. <laughs> I, I, I think it was good. We can talk about it off the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's talk about the quality of the episode when we're not being recorded. All right, that'll do it for episode 12. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, everybody, and guys, get out of my basement. Watch with the blinds and the abuse of